Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Flank. How you doing? All right. We're joined by my friend, my duo, my companion, Ben Jenner Ben, how you doing today? I'm doing good, Tom. Great day. Uh, nice and sunny outside. It was a little warm. I played golf, played terrible this morning, but it's all good. And we had some interesting matches this afternoon. Closed out stage uh Stage four and excited to talk about the matches and preview the major. Oh yeah, man. We had a we had some exciting matches today, some really big matches. And you know, people came in hot today, Ben. The yeah. chat is going wild, man. Man, I don't know what it is. I could give you a hint. It probably has to do with Optic Chicago, because they look great <laughs> today. Uh obviously there were some other problems with New York. My team, they didn't look too good today. Toronto outplayed them for sure. And then we have the first series to talk about. So we definitely have a few series to talk about. We got Parasite joining us today as well. Parasite, how you doing? Doing good, man. Thank you for having me. Uh, it was a fun weekend. A lot of COD to be, to, that was played and watched by me. Um, just excited to cap it off with a uh, great flank, man. Yeah, it's always a pleasure to do this show with, with Ben and whoever wants to join us on the day. But today we got Parasite. He's always wanting to join us and talk some COD. So, you know, let's give a big waggy in the chat for my man Haggy, man. This guy's always joining up, um, just supporting the show. So, no, you know, we really appreciate that. Ben, what happened? You got shit on in golf today? Because you are shit. Wait, what the fuck? Nah, I'm just, just fucking around. Hey, guys, Ben's yeah, actually good at golf. Nah, I just, uh, I just had one of those days where uh, it just, uh, off the tee, it just wasn't good. Nah, nah I, I feel comment. you, man. It's yeah. like, sometimes it you just have those days, bro. Yeah, you just had those days. Uh, ben, before we, so we kick off some of these games, you know, New York, talking about maybe picking up, uh, a, a, they got to pick up a player, maybe, potentially, um, because we don't know what's going on with Ace. And what are your thoughts? Apparently, a lot of these amateur players are turning uh, turning down this opportunity to play at the highest level. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's, it's a weird one to me because, like, I don't think, like, a one event as a sub on a pro team should really hurt anyone's stock if people are, like, who make decisions are kind of thinking clearly. So I don't quite understand it because there's a lot of upside and, like, not a lot of downside unless you go out and drop a point five. Um, it seems like New York may have some options. Uh, I know talking to Ace, him, you and I talking to Ace him on the side, um, you know, they're going to try and still give it a run and see if uh, he can get his stuff sorted in time. But if they got to play with a sub, um, it looks like maybe Destiny might be in the mix. Tom, I don't know if you're throwing your hat in the ring. We'd love to see you back on land. I mean, uh, I mean, hey, a lot of people keep at me in this fucking thing. Like, let's be honest. A lot of people want to see me come back. Uh, <laughs> listen, I'll do it. I'll do the 14-day. I really would. Now, have I been playing competitive COD? No, not at all. Uh, have I been using the controller a little bit? Yeah, and it feels pretty good. I, I mean, I was I was 1v1ing Zinni yesterday. I felt good. Um, we, we traded a couple. A, I beat him in a map. He beat me in a couple maps. Uh, he was All he was doing was fucking wall banging and fucking radar. So it was stupid as anyway. But when it came to strictly gunfights, you know, Zinni was getting put down. So, you know, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. But at the same time, you know, I haven't been playing competitive COD. So I feel like they'd probably be better off getting somebody who's been grinding all year and is like really in that mindset. Because if you throw me into a, you know, a competitive match right now against you know the best of the best, I don't yeah. know, I don't know how it's gonna go. Now if they give me the green light to do whatever the fuck I want, and you know, fuck it, you know me, Ben. I like playing with the green light at all times. You know, allow me to do whatever I want to do on the map and just kind of wing it. But we'll fucking see. I mean, at the end of the day, I think they'll find somebody. It was just weird to me to see that Clay was listen. talking about. Listen, Ben. Or were you about to gas me? Go ahead. I was about to say, like, you know, if you get in, you get, you get an opportunity first game to shoot back against Preston and Dylan. So, you know, you got some, uh -huh. some storylines there. True, true. It would definitely hey, it'd definitely be a cool story for sure. Um, a lot of people are talking about Doug, right? A lot of people are talking about Sensor. 
Um, I mean, at this point, you got to do something for the culture, man. I mean, I, this is a good opportunity to bring somebody in just for for the fun of it, you know? Because if a lot of these top end players are turning down spots, what are you going to do? You know, I, I mean, what, are your, what are your thoughts on uh, that? Hold on. I will say, though, you say the fun of it, like, the New York guys still want to win. So, like, I'm sure hey, they're trying to look. find a trying to find a fourth where they're uh, where they can make a good run this major because they've got a good team uh, and they want someone that can fit in and and fill Aeson's role. Aeson plays a very selfless oh, yeah. role on the map. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he fills gaps while the other players kind of uh, go mm -hmm. rogue, so to speak. So, if they can find the right fourth and like figure it out and go with it, that's good. I'm curious what the rules are. If like, let's say, Asim can like get there on like Saturday. Do they are they allowed to play with a sub and then Asim can come yeah, I don't in? Know how it works and and play like uh, the last two days? I'd be very curious how that works. Yeah, well, I didn't mean for the. Obviously, you're gonna go hard as fucking try and win. But I, I'm saying that now is a good time to be creative. You know, to have some fun yeah. with the decision. You know, there's. There's a lot of different players that can come in and, and maybe make some noise and, and turn some heads. I gave um, Clay my recommendations, just uh, being experienced in challengers this year. There's quite a bit of uh, good SMGs that uh, they can choose from, to be I honest. I heard they're all declining. I heard they're all saying no. Nobody wants to do mm, it. Uh, Clay's probably capping in terms of like the amount of players that um, are probably declining. He's probably, if only, has probably reached out to like maybe one or two players. And at the at the highest level of challengers, I can see why they would. But at the same time, like I think you would only realistically miss out on the challenger open, which is the same weekend as the major. Uh -huh. So you wouldn't really miss much. And I think you're you'd probably just make more money from the major if you're worried about that. And I think you'd also get points for competing the major. So I don't, I don't see, I don't see the, the downside in it. On top of that, it's not like joining a team that's at the bottom of the, of the barrel. You're joining New York and you're playing with some of the greatest players in the CDL right now. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, we'll see, we'll see what they do, but I, I, I think it's be stupid to turn it down to be honest. Yeah. I mean, we'll see, we'll see. I see Damon's tweet coming in. I got my shit all fucked up here on the production team. So that's an, a, a fucking L for the flank right now. Um, I got this dual PC setup, so it's all fucked up, but Damon just tweeted out. He said, can't be that hard to play with you three, right? In response to, a to Clayster's, uh, tweet. So that's a little interesting. What do you guys think about Damon coming in? You think Karma can do it? I think he'd do it. I think that'd be a good I mean, fit. I'd be curious how much, how much competitive COD Damon's played recently. Like if Damon were coming in, you know, hot, I, I like his fit on the team again, plays selfless. It's going to go the right ways of the map. If he hasn't played at all, though, that would be a little bit tricky. So, mm-hmm. Um, well, there it is. Can't be that hard with you three. Listen, I've been playing. I've been watching Damon play uh, Warzone a little bit. And, hey, he's still he can still move around and shoot straight. You know what I'm saying? And he's always going to be a smart player. Listen, there's a lot of guys that the, that New York can pick up. There really is. It's just going to be who's going to mesh well. And then you also got to think about the role, which is why you know you know it's Asim, right? He, it's like such a hard player to replace. He's like a one of a kind. He's he's unselfish. He's quick. He's got the gunny. He's got the vibes. Yeah. He's got everything. I mean, it's a tough loss. If it happens, I mean, hey, New York is working day in and day out to try and get this kid here. Um, so hopefully, you know, it all plays out and we, we get it going. But let's get into the matches, man. We don't need to stall any more longer. Uh, we'll get right into it and we'll get it going, man. First match of the day, ladies and gentlemen, we got the Seattle Surge going up against the Paris Legion. Ben, anything that caught your eye here with the veto system or what? Uh, not really. I mean, this this is sort of a, a straightforward process. Standoff got banned in this S and D uh, video set, so we weren't able to see it. Um, yeah, there wasn't there wasn't too much to take away from this, and uh, I think kind of my overall thoughts were uh, Paris looked pretty good today in this grudge map of of teams kind of sitting at the bottom of the group. Uh, it's it's more the same we've seen from Seattle. 
Um, they've looked good at times in the stage, especially uh, when they beat Optic, and then in a series like this, they just they don't get productive slaying um, from their SMG players. So they've got to figure out how to get more consistency. And as we talk about it, episode and episode and episode, when it comes to this team, like they're going, they got to they gotta get, they gotta get top three, top four probably win to be honest to have a legitimate shot at making champs and that's what i'm saying it's ben come on it's not gonna happen yeah. it's not gonna ha there's just too many inconsistencies listen it's just like i feel like every time we always say this and we just say we're repeating ourselves but there's not really much else to say i mean they're they're literally how do you be an optic who who's arguably a top four team when they played them and then they come out against paris and they look like fucking shit it just doesn't make any sense. It's like there's no consistency at all. There's no consistency. I don't, I don't know if it's maybe their play style, but we do have a listening coming in from Seattle Surge. Let's see how they sound, and maybe we can break it down. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, typical shit from from Seattle. I feel like you know you always hear gunless. You always hear big pay. Uh, you heard Nicola, aka Nikki D, a little bit. Um, I heard Sam Persini was a little quiet to me, but I mean, what are you gonna do? You know, the, the comp sounded okay. Scraps had a big match today, Ben. He played great. Yeah, I mean, uh, we've had a couple of these series from Maddie, aka Scraps, and aka Tank, uh, aka Bald Terry. <laughs> uh, so I mean, on the Paris side, I I think this is nice momentum for them um, going into this event. We'll talk later in the show about like where they sit in the bracket and. And how they uh, can make this work here. Long story short, is these two teams might actually play each other uh, at the major, uh, possibly in uh, the second match. Uh, but I think from my POV, it was a great win from Paris. And they came out hot in this map. They did a really good job of breaking some of the P2s, uh, as Tom is messing around on Twitter here. Oh, yeah, no, it's uh, fine. They're going to see me switch. I have one yeah. monitor, so this is just how it needs to be. But Dougie French coming out with the contract. Check it out. Apparently, Sensor. Might have signed the 14 day with the New York subliners. Who would have thought, guys? You know, you guys are going to see me just roaming around Twitter this whole fucking show. I don't give a fuck. You know, we're rolling with it. We're rolling with this Twitter fucking is very thing. entertaining right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, I entertaining. Linked, uh, I linked the Desi tweet in the, the chat. Oh, Decimate. What did he tweet? Let's check it out. Let's head he over to Decimate. He just tweeted a Homelander gif. Uh, it just made me chuckle. So, uh, New York subliners, they're picking up everybody, guys. They, you know, they're picking up the whole... Everybody's tweeting gifts. You know what I'm saying, guys? Yo, should I hit the timeline with a little gift or what? Yeah, do it. Um, yeah, but Ben, I can, see, I can see you didn't troll. give a fuck about the first map, so we went into the second just one already. Just do like an I'm back. An I'm back no, no, one. no, I got one. I got one for you guys. Hold on. I want you guys to see what I'm about to do. Tell me this doesn't bring back the fucking memories. Hold on. Watch this. 
Hey, real, re real quick, I wanted to touch on this. So you guys were talking about how like you sound like a broken record. At this late in the stage, with how the teams look, unless they make a drastic change and they're just playing out of their minds, a lot of these teams that have been struggling, it's going to sound like a broken record. We're just going to be saying the same thing because it just doesn't seem like these guys can figure it out, fix their problems, and show any uh, signs of consistency. Yeah. And what, what, I'll, what I will say is w when you go to land traditionally and again we haven't had land caught with this game yet so holding my tongue on the off chance if it doesn't play out this way traditionally they are players get a little bit stronger on land because of the lack of ping difference and a bunch of other factors a little bit so the high tier subs become a very premium play on teams so in a situation like seattle where their sub players are inconsistent online i struggle to believe that they will improve that when they go to land considering that factor mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean we'll see we'll see ben do you think it's really going to be that much of a difference uh i assume there'll be some differences uh we you know you can't discount the mental side just the the different routines when you go to land because you're you're in a hotel room and then you gotta get to the venue then you gotta scrim like it's just a totally different vibe mm. uh, but i think that as always what's the mantra the top teams online or the top teams on land. It rarely, 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 rarely is a difference between those two. It's the only, the it, only thing that happens, though, sometimes there is Cinderella stories that do happen on land. That's the one good thing about land, because I feel like we don't really ever see a Cinderella story online ever since the league like happened. You rare, you rarely, rarely get it. Mm -hmm. on, you had it. You had it with United. I mean, United and IW. Everybody called them onliners, and then they went to an event and beat everybody. So no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like since we've had the online league, I have not felt like there has been very many if any there's probably been like one maybe actual cinderella story from a team that has looked okay online and they make like a really good run at a tournament but on land i've seen teams that don't look the best at home and then all of a sudden they come to an event and wow they just had like a really good show what do you think so that that's is? like the one thing why do you think uh, it is like that honestly i don't know that's a good question because i i swear i i, I don't have an answer you for think you people, certain people just shit themselves when they get on stage <laughs> You're looking for the entertainment answer. I like that. But honestly, you want to, the one thing that I've always had this conversation with about people with online to land. Online to land usually is pretty similar with like the way the teams play. The whole reason people make a big deal out of it is because it's always the player perception. It's like, okay, let's say I'm, I'm player A and mm -hmm. I have an issue killing player B online. And then you play player B, that same player plays that player, and all of a sudden he's like, oh, wow, on land, bro, he's not as good. I'm killing him a lot. And then that's when people say, oh, dude, the game's completely different. But it's usually not a team thing. It always comes down to the individual and your mm -hmm. perception of players. That's where people always make this mistake, and they're like, yeah, land's different. Yeah, Online's yeah, different. Yeah. It's not, nah, bro. It's literally just like your perception of like how good a player is on land compared to online shifts mm -hmm. your shifts your shifts the way you think. Yeah, kind of. I, I stand but, by that. Hey, hey, a hundred percent. But I mean, I mean, still though, I think there's there's certain players who are probably a little bit better online, and then vice versa on land, like depending yeah, on yeah, the I mean, person. Let's also let's also true. talk about the fact that there will be a not one, not two, not three, but but four. Quite a few number <laughs> of players who will be playing at this event that have never played a mainland at the pro level. They've played amateur events, they've played open events, but they've never played a main stage event. Mm -hmm. Ideally, with no fans in this one, obviously. Um, so we'll be interested to see uh, how some of those players perform. I think that might be some of the bigger variants that we'll see uh, next week is, you know, can those players deal with a little bit of the first event jitters? 
you know, traditionally players will get better over a couple of events and they'll kind of get back to how they play online. But we'll see if some of that variance causes a few upsets. I don't think, though, to be fair, I think the top teams we have right now, especially Toronto and FaZe, expect those to be the top teams when we go to land. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think the top teams are usually the top teams. With, with maybe a few exceptions. I think in the middle of the pack is where you kind of get a, you know, a little. Sorry, I'm looking at Gizmo. He's, you know, he's in the wires. You know, I want to make sure he doesn't turn the computer off because, you know, but Gizmo, he just walked out of there, so we're good. Um, yeah, I think for the most part, Ben, it's, it's just those low, uh, you know, the middle to the low pack of the of teams where things might change. But I think for the most part, um, the the best teams are always the best teams. It's just how it's always been. It's just yeah. how it's always been in COD. Um. Now, listen, that could change. Who, who the fuck knows? We don't know what the fuck's going to happen on land. It's been a while since uh, we've been on an even playing field like that. So it might really throw people, some people off, off guard a little bit. It might really throw, throw them off. I don't, I don't know. We'll see. Ben, have we figured out what we're doing for the show? We're doing some IRL show. Are you coming down? What are you doing? No, I'm not coming down. Well, okay, so we're not doing IRL shows. We'll do, Never mind. We'll do, we'll, we're going to do a normal show. We have to figure it out for like the other events. So I might we'll be able to get it. some players, though, maybe at the at the apartment, man. Maybe some people come, well, you need come to get hang a, out uh, live. You need to get a second mic is what you need to do. Because if you guys share the mic, it's going to be like... Yeah, true. We do need to get a second mic. I will worry about that later. But uh, Maddie, Scraps again, coming out in the second map, going the fuck off. Uh, and then, uh, they slowed down a little bit. Seattle, you know, they're starting to bring it back. Um, but, you know, it ended up, what, falling apart for them. Paris was able to clutch up. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you, Ben. How much of this series did you actually watch? Uh, I watched this whole series. You watched the whole thing? I had to pick yeah. up my, I was picking up my yeah, girlfriend I mean, for just, a to, series. just to go back to this map, I mean, Paris went up 4-0. I was gonna say, how uh, the fuck did they let this go, Ben? Seattle made 3-4. They traded rounds a couple of times. And then Scraps went big in this last round. I don't know if you watched this round 11, but it's kind of... No, I, I mean, I'm mind blown that it went round 11. I saw it was 4-0, and I said, oh, Paris had this in the bag, and I know they went up 2-0, and now that I'm watching that it's 5-5, this is crazy. What happened here? Let's take a look. Unfortunately, guys, I couldn't I couldn't get around to watching this match as I was busy at the time. Uh, but, you know, the, the next two I watched, the big ones I watched. But this one, I you know, this is the first time I'm seeing this shit. This is kind of crazy. Seattle, this would have been a big map for them, Ben, if they were to clutch this one up. Yeah, I mean, they, they had the momentum in this round 11, and then ultimately what will happen is uh, Preston's going to get blooded here in mid-map. Um, a lot of trades are going to go down at B, and then uh, Scraps is going to clutch kind of a, a weird 1v2, I think. Um, hmm. uh, it was an interesting I think, strat, I think the gunless, gunlets get stuck in kind of a weird spot trying to watch both middle and back alley, and I don't know if he, like, necessarily... I mean, you'll watch how it plays out. It, it just sort of a weird round, like, Paris tries to rotate to A, and then go back to B. Um, oh, Nikki, Nikki D should have pushed up right there. He should have got tucked in the corner, so he could have killed him all bomb and made a play. Um, but he ends up going down. 1v1 situation. Scraps and gunless with 10 seconds. Oh, 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 Tanko's for the kill. Yeah, oh, Tanko no for the kill, 5-5. Yeah. That's some... Oh, bro, Scraps, you got some major balls. I know you're in the chat right now. You got some fucking balls on you, kid. Honestly, I expect that from Tank. That's just he's what a really he, good search player. That's he's what always he does. been a really good search player. That's what he does in GTA. Yeah, and I mean, I feel bad. I feel bad for Gunlister because he has no idea where Scraps is. He doesn't. He also gives up the lane when Maddie's coming all the way from Garage. And earlier in that round, he's seen this situation like. Pierce is shooting at a guy mid-street. He's thinking maybe it's some guys hitting some crazy stupid flank around A or making some balls middle uh, here. Just unlucky for Gunless, but I got to tip my hat to Scraps, and now he played this round. Uh, just going for the kill there. The smarts not try and play the 50-50 I mean, that, bomb. Was, that was ballsy, was though. Ballsy, but it worked, man. Shit, it worked. It. it worked. Definitely got a tip. I'm surprised Nicola didn't see him right there. Didn't He didn't see him when he, when he died. I don't know if he called him out or not. 
But regardless, I mean, Big P probably thinks he's on the bomb. Big P probably lost full right there. He's, he probably couldn't yeah. believe it that he actually pushed him. So, hey, good heads up play out of scraps. Um, I'm really interested to, to listen to that Donnie interview again because I did catch the, the tail end of this series and the Donnie interview with the temp interview was comedy. I want to watch that back. But we go into a control and Seattle where we're to bounce back, Ben. Yeah, we'll watch uh, kind of the, the last round here. Um, this is a typical garrison, a bunch of defensive wins. And then uh, uh, we'll get uh, we'll get some action here. And then uh, the, second that'll control be win. That. Second control win, by the way, in like yeah, a back while. Yeah, back for Seattle, back to back. interesting. Let's fucking go, Seattle. Yeah, I mean, At it's good. Something. The positive there. That's definitely good. Definitely got to look at the positives. You know, <laughs> they won another control. Congratulations to the, to the Seattle Surge for winning a map. Uh, they end up going up 2-1. I think I the main the thing... No, you're good, Chris. I think the main thing is that they were able to take an offense, right? Uh, they were able to take an offense and, uh, and close this one out. Uh, but this one, I, I think... What, what's the problem with Paris on, on control right now? I feel like they're really mm -hmm. good at hard point. I think their hard point looks pretty good. Their S&D's been really good. I feel like Paris isn't really that bad of a team, Ben, for where they are in the standings. I feel like they could be coming into form a little bit. What do you think? I disagree with that. Okay. Um, like, just, but you just gotta, like, I see the perspective you're coming from, but mm -hmm. just think about all the teams that are in front of them, and you can make a pretty legitimate case that they're they're better than Paris. Now, could Paris come out to this event and make a run? Mm -hmm. uh, absolutely. I mean, they're gonna get a nice little buy here and start with losers too. Um, but I think that. It's it, you can make a, a conversation that right now maybe they are uh, just better number, than what they've number been. ten in the in the power rankings instead of eleventh or twelfth. I just don't think they're better than like teams like Minnesota. Yeah. Or I, I just uh, think they're better than what ahead. they've been. Or thieves. Just, you know what I'm saying, yeah. Ben? I feel like this is the best Paris we've seen honestly throughout the whole year. I feel like this is the best team out of what we've seen so far. Um, I mean, I feel like. I wish they had this team from the get-go. You know, I wish they had this team from the get-go. And I wish Seattle had this team from the get-go. Because I think the Seattle roster has pent up. They've been playing better with Classic, don't you think, Ben? Today was was rough. They look inconsistent. But I think we could say when Classic came in, they looked a little bit better. But again, just looking at who's in front of them, like you said, I mean, it's just so hard to put them up there, right? It's just in terms of for their standards, you know, seeing them play better. Um, it's cool to see. But, I mean, these two teams are at the bottom of the pack going at it. What the fuck is that noise? What the fuck is going on over there? You're hearing a noise on my end? I don't know. I'm hearing some shit. Maybe it's Chris's mic because he's no, it's not me. No, it's uh, no. that's why I wasn't hearing it either. That's why I was saying uh, it's it was probably on Ben's. It's probably on Ben's noise. You, Chat, do you guys hear that? Or am I losing my fucking mind? Oh, is it a little bit of an echo. It might fade. It, it might fade. No, it's just some like weird like uh, interference. It's okay. It's not that bad. It's really not that bad. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, but see, yeah. I was able to take a fucking offense and, and, and bring this to a map number four where ultimately Ben they got smoked in the, in the fourth map. I think uh, Paris's hard point was too strong for them today. Yeah, Seattle had a tough day in Hardpoint again. Uh, SMG slang was just not there for them. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's it's the area that they're going to have to improve as a team uh, to finish out the rest of this year. Uh, I think the AR, they've finally started to get some good consistency, at least in this stage from Octane, and especially from Gunless at times. They, they sort of trade off big series. And I actually thought, like, in general, mm -hmm. Classic was making some great plays today on the map. Mm -hmm. um, I just think Preston... Uh, consistency specifically hasn't been there this stage. He hasn't had that takeover series yet, uh, like he had uh, through stretches in stage two and stage three. Uh -huh. uh, if he can figure out, um, they'll be an interesting team at the major. But again, I, uh, it's it's gonna be a tough road for them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Parasite, anything that uh, that caught your eye in this series? I know it wasn't the most exciting series of the day because we did have some really uh, really good series coming up. But anything here that caught your eye in this checkmate hard point 
Or what? Uh, not necessarily, no. Honestly, it's just good for Paris, good confidence boost. It's just like watching the like two, two bottom of the barrel teams, no offense to any of those guys, um, mm -hmm. go at it. It's just it's not the most interesting, to be honest. I mean, you still could just get your inconsistency out of Seattle and uh it's just that you know, time Paris of year, coming Chris. in and take care of business. It's yeah, you're, you're at the point in the year where there's nothing, really to, there's nothing yeah. to talk about besides like the best teams. If you're not a contender, like there's nothing to talk about. Yeah. Like yeah. like it's just, I don't know. Which is why we're storming through the series. I mean, listen, I love all these guys on both these teams, um, but there really isn't much to talk about. There's not much. Um, uh, wait, I want to watch the interview. Donnie interview, Donnie Yeah. Because this I, I was a good interview. Out. This is funny. I listen, love Donnie, listen, bro. He's Donnie, hilarious. He just seemed like he was in a good mood. You know, high spirits. And I like the vibes. You know, I like the vibes. Um, you know, I roomed with Donnie guys in New York City when, when we were in New York last year. We were roommates for a year. So, you know, he's a, he's a good friend of mine. And I like to see this guy smile and be happy and do his Don fucking thing. Don cuts a good promo, so it's a great mm -hmm. interview. So I definitely want to tune into this interview and uh, and see what he has to say. So let's tune in. Dub, man. That was absolutely wicked. Now, you guys played well against Faith. <laughs> Thank you. You also beat the Thieves. And now you've been Surge. How are you feeling about the team right now? Where are you guys at? Um, I feel like we still play a little bit better in practice and it still hasn't shown our full potential on the match yet for the world to see. So hopefully when we go to this event, you know, we got like a couple more days, put in some good work and hopefully we can play out our full potential in a match for once. Because uh, in Love practice, we are work, very, Hazel. very good. <laughs> I like that. Nah, that was awkward. Nah, there's a now, delay in the headset, though. Oh, uh, guys, the audio issue's uh, on. Uh, it's on, on there, right, guys. It's on Lottie's side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened, Ben? Oh, I don't know. The action, action will resume shortly. What the? F oh, <laughs> wait, did this happen? Uh, How are you guys feeling about interview, this? Oh, okay, okay. Your competition in the same. Maybe I just try to restart Lottie's audio. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, I don't know what else to say other than that. Like, it's just been a minute. It just gives you a whole nother focus, a whole nother adrenaline. So it's just going to be crazy. It's going to be so much fun. And hopefully, you know, we can make a run. <laughs> I love it, man. I'm, ba I'm bagging on it. I really is actually do such make a, a good run. Like, I want to see a Paris Legion <laughs> run. Really I really do. Um, now, later on, we bro. have Optic versus LA Thieves Temps. Let's so see what he has to say. You here. do know that if Optic win, you guys actually will be fourth seed. Um, so you'll skip the opening round, which is really nice. Are you guys rooting for Optic heading on later on? Are you guys going to be watching? Yeah, of course. We're rooting for Optic, you know. Anything that makes it easier on us is, is better for us, you know what I'm saying? So, And, you know, just beat the Thieves the other day. I, I'd like to see them down a little bad, you know. No, I'm just joking. Definitely with that four seed. You know, maybe have an extra day off, you know, just to relax. So I'm looking forward to it. All right, bro. I gotta lower this because that static is like driving me nuts, bro. Oh, yeah, that static bad. sound is driving me absolutely yeah. insane. But look at Donnie smiling, bro. Hey, hey, Don. I don't know if you're in the chat. I see a lot of people spamming W interview and shit. But yo, Donnie, you were fucking comedy, and I love you, bro. Don't ever change, man. Don't ever fucking change. <laughs> Forever be yourself, cause you were fucking hilarious. So I had a smile on my face the whole fucking interview watching on the couch with Michaela. It was a good time. But then we go into the next one. Uh, we're going to, to Toronto Ultra going up against the New York Subliners, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, ben, was there anything that caught your eye in the videos? Listen, I was disappointed to watch this one. I was disappointed just because I felt like we did get outplayed, right? No excuses at all. I think Toronto played better. Um, but it is disappointing to see because I thought the series was going to be a lot closer. Yeah, I mean, nothing really remarkable um, in the videos. Uh, we've seen a lot of teams just kind of take right out of play. 
uh, as you, you're taking a look at your tweets as I read through the videos, but it's well, all good. I wanted to bring uh, up this tweet right here. Somebody said, you know, New York stood no chance when they were facing up against this. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then you come back and I'm like this. I'm like yeah. It's Zinni, bro. It's Zinni. He's a fucking asshole, but I guess it's true. I think once we saw that, you know, we were a little shook. Uh, we were maybe... this, guy, this guy thinks he's Izzy Adesanya, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> Great fight last night, by the way. Good good fight last kinda, night. Kinda. Kinda. It was kind of shit. Uh, the, the, inter, the intercard fights are better, but anyway, uh, looking at the videos, a lot of teams taking right out of play for Toronto, especially with their strengths. Uh, uh, and then on the Toronto side, uh, I like the APOC ban, the standoff ban. Uh, then taking out the checkmate control so they can uh, uh, guarantee Raider Garrison. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, I just think... Uh, it started with the first map for New York. Yeah, I, I think Toronto just came out as a hotter team today. Um, you know, we finally saw sort of a, a cooler series from the ARs uh, on New York. I don't think uh. Clay had his best of uh, series. I, I mean, he played fine no. the first two maps. I think the third map was a little bit tough for him. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, you know... Uh, on the Toronto side, I think they've been on an incredible run uh, at this stage. I think outside of that first series, they haven't lost a map now, so they're in good form. And on the New York side, um, you know, this is probably the other team in the top three other than FaZe. Uh, sometimes it's going to happen when these top teams play each other. If one team's more in form and the other team comes in there not so much in form, it's going to be a hot 3-0. Yeah, well, let's just go to the comms, so I'm Sorry to cut yeah. you off just what the comms going through. Let's, let's hear the Toronto Ultra listening. Okay, oh, yeah. playing P2 crate. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm watching. Uh, he's still top lane. Still top lane, I think. I that. Nice. I like their accents. I don't know where he's going. It's fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit's lit. Like, their accents are lit. Um, But it's not a good, a little hype from the Toronto squad. You don't hear that much. Yeah. From them, you know, it's cool to see them get hyped and and, and get that energy pumping, right? Because they're, they're usually pretty monotone and, and very calm around their comms, and you know everybody's different. But a little hype today, so that was definitely a, a good change of pace. Uh, disappointing. Listen, this first map was back and forth, Ben. The whole fucking map, it was going back and yeah, forth. Yeah, it was a really low-scoring checkmate game. Look, look at the score of this game in its thirty seconds it's left. It's crazy. It was just so. It's what happens when you have two even teams like this going at it. You know, a lot of these hills are contested and just being fucking trades going back and forth, and they're battling. It's a fucking war zone. You know what I'm saying? So. This was just back and forth the whole entire first map. It was just such a big map for New York, especially because of the, the control struggle that New York has been having, um, which is why, you know, I even turned to my girlfriend. I said, listen, if they don't win this S&D, it might be chalked here. Um, so Toronto, they end up clutching up. And, and why do you think that is, Ben? 
Well, I want to kind of start from this situation. I think Mac makes a really good play here, but just doesn't get the chance to really finish the job. He gets two kills and just is never able to really pinch around the back here and kind of flip spawns. Uh, eventually, Toronto is going to be able to kind of hold this hill. Uh, and then going into the next P1, you just, Toronto, man, they do a really good job flipping for P2, pinching, just making things annoying for New York. Then New York is never gets comfortable in these next three hills. Mm -hmm. New, York, New York actually just took way too long to utilize Mac's like positioning. Like yeah. if you watch it, once the Mac got that kill and or those two kills, <clears throat> and uh, New York was pushed up around the plane, they just kind of sat there. They just never made made any sort of a play with a, you know, his his positioning. Like it's, look at this, they're like, just kind of all sitting there. It's like no go buttons, you know. They gotta hit some go <laughs> buttons here. Um, yeah, it's like yeah, with the with the positioning that he had, it's just like you know they needed to go a little bit too much free time going Toronto's way. Um, gave them a little bit of a lead. Every second counts here at the end of this game because with only 30, 35 seconds left on the clock. Um, you know, it's, you got to think it's gonna, probably going to go down to the time limit, especially if you're in the middle, if you're in the game in the moment, you know that if you're in the lead, like Toronto right here on this P1 Hill, like all you need to do is contest. Yeah, you know, exactly. like you have a, you have a 30, 20 point lead. You know, all you need to do is just get the sponsor P2 and contest this P1. You don't need to force anything. You don't have to, like they had the upper hand towards the end of this game because they, they built themselves a little bit of a lead, but New York made it very close as well. I mean, it was just going back and forth, nonstop trades, and then going into the P2 hill. It just, I think Toronto ended up coming from the front. Did they not? Vance, does he make the play? Yeah, yeah he makes at, a great at that, play. At that point, it was like they only needed to contest for a second or two because they ran out of time. Uh, if you see a really good pinch out of Ben Vance, uh, utilizing the yellow side of the yep. map. And notice what number three did. He did not move. That had to be perfectly calmed when Vance was making that play. He probably was screaming to not move and to make sure we're blocking. And it was a good play. As long as you're making, if you're gonna hit routes like that and you calm them and you communicate with your teammates, it's a really, really good play because New York won't expect it. So, good heads up play from Benjamin Bantz. This guy's been doing his fucking thing. All bro, he's been kicking up. Bro, Bantz yeah. is playing some of the best COD I've seen this kid play in years. Hey, Bantz has been around for a long, long time. Uh, and uh, listen, this guy is definitely not shying away from the big stage lately because this guy is fucking really good comms too. Like if you uh, if you uh, listen to great listen, comms, he's, great he's comms. like a, he's like a leader in a lot of aspects. And I saw the stats to the series, and I think Vance was negative, and I didn't even give a fuck. I was like, I don't care. This guy can have a point eight for all I give a fuck. When I watch this game, this guy makes plays. He makes yeah. fucking plays, and that's all that matters. As long as you're being an impact on a map, and you're making plays, and you're hard to deal with. Then you're good to go. This is what I was talking about right here. Well, tough, he turns and burns somebody because he couldn't see him. And then, you know, Toronto, they break through the front. They come through the front. They're able to pick up some kills. And I don't really know how New York allowed them to do that. Well, you but they use a streak. They use a streak, Tom. And they use they, a streak, and then what so happened? So they get, they get two kills around playing, and they then they kill one with their with the streak. streak. Yeah. Oh, someone just, uh, I don't know why I just skipped. Hold up. I mean, I didn't touch it. I didn't touch sure. it, Ben. My hands are up. I didn't <laughs> touch yeah, nothing. Back. Um, but uh, yeah, that was very weird. Uh, they they definitely I think getting a kill with the streak was huge But like with two buildings back there like you have the, the yellow crate and you have back orange over here How, how do we die from the streak? Wait, what yeah, streak did they use? Our, our artillery Look boom 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 who died? The streak Max comes out. Oh, gonna he's gonna die. He, he yeah. backs up into it. He backs up into it. Oh, no, no, no. It fucking <laughs> it was, yeah, it was right. Mac Mac back in the spawn and they just get spawn trapped here. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, Damn. Yeah, I mean, well, just, that just, sucks. just tough scenes for New York. Uh, I think there were a couple opportunities too, like earlier in the map where hills were left white. Again, we don't normally see checkmate maps come to time in a real match. Mm -hmm. um, this is definitely a weird one and would have been a nice grab for New York, but ultimately Toronto clutch up, make the plays and win the first map. Yeah, they just get, they just keep their lead and they use the time limit to their advantage. Um, and they, they very good streak usage as well.
Um, and that's what that's this Toronto team does. I mean, they just have the ability to get streaks at any time. Cammy played phenomenal. He looked like he was on fucking believable. This guy, bro, when Cammy's on, he's one of the best players in the game. For 100%. sure. For sure. When he's on point, forget about it. This guy's good, guys. He's fucking good. Um, as well as the whole Toronto roster. And as well as the whole New York roster. I just think we played we played bad today. But then we go into an Express S&D. Um, tell me a little bit about this one, Ben. Personally, Ben, I feel like this was a must win. I thought we lost the series as soon as we lost this S&D, personally. Um, obviously, I was still rooting for the guys. But with the control struggles and knowing how good Toronto is at control, it, it made me a little worried. That's why that first map was so big. Um, but what, what happened in this one, Ben? I mean, I think Cammy continued his top four. I mean, he goes off in this round. He'll end up get, winning a big, big 1v1. He gets an, another round where he gets three kills. I think he just made plays. Toronto went out to a 3-1 lead, and then they just traded rounds until Toronto ended up winning 6-4. This guy's nasty. Parasite, what is it about this guy? He's a fucking asshole going off against my team like this. What does he think he is, Chris? <laughs> Cammy's disgusting. One, Cammy's disgusting at search. <laughs> Secondly, like, he's, he's probably been one of, like, the best, if not, like, the, one of the best flexes in this game. I guess, well, second AR, if you want to call it that. Like, mm -hmm. he, he plays he plays the AR just like so like him and cell play so close to each other in terms of how they like to play the air like they're really aggressive with their ar play mm -hmm. compared to a lot of others and he's really good at it he's yeah. really really good yeah, at yeah. it he, he's it's just the talent as well as the smarts like he's just he just knows what he's doing i mean so he's aggressive just, dude like yeah, i love good, it i love watching him play yeah, he's, he's a good really fun to watch he's aggressive he's not scared to make plays he's confident um he's just a good player he's a good player and he ends up clutching a big 1v1 there against hydra to take his team up two to one here um it was pretty back and forth as as the map went on. I think it ended up what six four, right? Um, yeah. Through the through the later half of this game, I think New York did a good job, you know, keeping the pressure, adapting a little bit. Mac with a couple of big pieces, they bring it back, um, and and bring, win some rounds here. But it was Toronto in the end who ended up closing it out. Um, how did they do that, Ben? How did they close it out? Speak to me. Uh, I mean, it was it was pretty straightforward, Tom. Like, it, it, there wasn't a lot of crazy things going on this map. Teams is doing a really good job. Um, utilizing first bloods and not blowing their 4v3s mm -hmm. um ultimately for new york i think the difference is just they had a slow start in this map mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they weren't able to really on a hot one hey a slow start can really hurt you but i think the main thing in snd and you'll see all the top teams doing it is one the first blood i think first blood is a really big thing uh you know do you have a stat ben of, of how many times a team wins around when they get first blood like um, overall in the league? Yeah, like overall. It's got to be uh, up. It's got to be above 50, I'm guessing. I mean, you I could pr probably find it if they you probably have it. They probably have it for individual teams. I'm willing to bet Toronto probably has a really high one mm -hmm. in terms and, of like and, how and many the rounds they close the first blood. If, if teams have good players who can get first bloods and, and stay, stay alive, right? Because sometimes the first blood stat can be a little, you know, misread. Because, right, you can get a blood and get traded right away. And it's a 3v3 every, a lot. You know, that happens mm -hmm. a lot. It's about getting the blood and staying alive. I mean, that's it's, the main uh, thing. So it is seventy one point nine nine percent of teams Jesus. that win when they yeah, get the first blood. Exactly, exactly. So you what you get the first blood. Any good team uh, that gets the first blood is going to take advantage of it. And uh, if, you know if you're getting blooded, it's very hard to win rounds, especially against a team like Toronto, who just you know they move around the map together, they work off each other, they they trade, they bait and switch, and they they trade. And you know it's tough. I think New York was able to take one more round, but you know Toronto they end up closing it out on the offensive side. Um, how do they play this offensive side? It looks like they have a guy hanging out in the spawn. Um, they played through middle catwalk stairs, which is an interesting strat. Very interesting play. Um, Aeson was able to pick up a kill. Almost picks up a two-piece. Um, but what do you think about this this strat call from Toronto? To go through oh, the New York, forces? New York, New York kind of tosses around, actually. I remember. They sort of very much tosses around. 
Yeah, I mean, Toronto did this a lot. They just hit the fast A-wrap, and uh, New York wasn't able to really get in a situation where they can prevent the bomb flight on the wraps. Uh, we've seen the good defensive teams kind of read this and then make it a very mixy situation. Instead, it's very easy for Toronto to set up and execute. Mm -hmm. uh, and I felt like kind of watching how this plays out, I, I thought New York kind of mega trolled this. They definitely trolled. I mean, we got the first blood. Uh, we should close out this round. Toronto... He's going to get killed from inside across the map here in a sec. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, know how didn't. the fuck he already died. I don't know how the fuck he got picked. Clay's just kind of has to try and stay alive. But we, we even get a, we get a kill right after that. You know, we got to kill right after that. Toronto does such a good job staying unpredictable, though. They're always moving. They always have you on your toes. Like, they were just catwalk. Now they're but A. The bomb's not even down. Now How the fuck do they lose this? Mac, oh, Mac no. died. Mac, Mac needs to hit shimmies and an Asim's oh, mid-map. No. And then it collapses. It just all <laughs> collapses. It was just... It, we trolled. We fucking trolled. We trolled. That was a New York it troll happens, for bro. sure. It's a 3v2 with 20 seconds left. Clay's losing fucking full. Uh, Paco's drinking his fucking gay fuel. You know, Mac just needs to throw some shibbies and stay alive. Clay needs to try and not get picked. Asim gets caught mid-map. They they lead the Frenchman by Off himself. Off topic, by the way. Um, how's he feeling? Because I know you just recently hung out with him. Because he was, remember he's he was better. like really sick? Yeah, he's, he's better, better now. He's better now. He's seen, he's seen a lot better to me. I, Chris, can you believe this? I was saying to my stream, I said, you know, Paco's always in the stream showing love. But whenever I text him, he doesn't answer. Like, I don't get it. Like, if he didn't fuck with me. Why would he not answer my text messages, you know? So I was in the car with him, and I said, Paco, you know, you know, is your phone broken? You know, is your Mid phone... bro. And he said, he said, no. He said, no. I said, I texted you three times. You didn't answer. And I showed him the number, and I had the wrong number. Uh, oh, I was tough. texting I was texting his French number. He, had, he has two phones. He's got a French phone, and he's got an American phone. <laughs> and I said, oh, fuck. I've been fucking texting the wrong number for two weeks. I didn't even know. He was text. That's what I texted him with. He used to have his French phone when he first came here. You know, I didn't know he got a new like, phone. You just WhatsApp him, or would you like text him? No, no. We would, he had a phone. We would text each other. Like I had messages from him. Like it was literally him. I just, I guess he got a new phone when when he was here. He just ended up getting a new phone. I had no idea. You know, I was texting it, but it was just funny because Paco just started crying, laughing. He just started laughing at I me. Mean, guys, we got a PCR test, and they had to shove the fucking thing up me and Paco's nose. You know what I'm talking about? And 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 the test you for COVID. Me and Paco both walk out from different rooms. We look at each other. We're both tearing up, crying, because they just shoved that shit all the way up our nose. We were losing composure. Yeah, brain, man. Yeah, yeah, we were losing composure, man. It was just comedy. When we walked down, we were both, like, crying, because it makes your eyes tear up. We just started laughing. We just started fucking laughing. Good times. We should have filmed it. That would have been fun. But we go to the, to the control um, in Toronto. I mean, they, they do what they do. And, yeah, this uh, one could have ended very quickly, and actually New York do a really good job of stopping the push. But ultimately, I think New York kind of get caught up position. They never really get any green presence, and it's just way too easy for Toronto to hop on this point. Yeah, but it. I mean, the control struggles continue for New York, and Parasite being a, a player who's been playing for a long time, what do you think is the problem when you watch New York in their control? Uh, well, I already talked about it. I think when we were, we had this conversation before. I just think mm -hmm. it's their comms. Like, I feel like they just don't, they, they don't have like a good idea of how to play it as a whole. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the time when players are pushed up on the map and like, they're, they're not like calling what to like fill properly. And I think it's just like, it's just hurting the team overall. Obviously I don't, I, I don't know the, the inner workings of their comms. I don't sit there and listen to them every day. It's just, that's what it looks like. It just seems like they're either slow to do things or like, they just kind of look confused mm -hmm. at times. Yeah, and I think that's what's hurting them because, like, you look at their hard point, and hard point plays a lot faster than control. And I just don't see a world where they should be struggling this hard in control. It's, if, if anything, to me, it just seems like they just they don't have a collective um, idea of how to play it, and mm -hmm. then 
they're just not communicating to each other yeah it's just the one game mode to me that i feel like when i watch them play they seem uncomfortable and they seem like they're not on the same page and like it's like when they get kills sometimes it takes them a while to to do something with them um sometimes it just seems like they're not hitting out points together or they're just not working together sometimes it just looks a little sloppy right like their baits and switches compared to hardpoint and snd i'm saying like when you just compare yeah. them to the other game modes like their potential is fucking insane if they could just figure out this one game mode right just figure out this control it's really all they should be focusing on because hard points are going to win regardless with their talent. And they showed that they, you know, you had Bans say it in the, in the interview. He said, you know, that New York just has really, really fucking good teamwork. So we had to make sure that we played together and as a unit. Um, so I think New York just really needs to figure out that game mode. Going into the major, I would 100% just focus on control. That's it. Focus on control. Make sure we're going back, watching some film. Disappointing loss for the New York guys today. Um, I just think we got outplayed and Toronto was the better team. So, got to give props to over there to all the guys over at Toronto Ultra. Congratulations on a big W. Congratulations on first seed. And uh, bada bing, bada boom, we go into the next series. Ben, mod on. Can you fix your fucking thing? Ben, it sounds like there's an airplane taking off in your fucking microphone. It's going off my mic. Hold on one second. It sounds like there's an airplane going off. I'm losing my fucking mind over here. You know, I. Guys, am I. Hey, hey Chris, are you hearing this shit too? Or yeah, is it just it's like me? A, it's like a it's like a jet engine in the background. Ben, is how it, many is times? It better now? Yeah, it's better. I, I think, why? I why do you? Weird, uh, I think I was getting like weird line in the No, no, Ben, Ben, USB. Ben. First of all, you gotta get one of these squishy fucking things. You see the squishy thing I got on my microphone? You see this? This little pillow I thing? I, I, it's not the pop filter is not why it's going no, off. No, no, no. You need it though. You need it though. Trust me. You need yeah, that. Not, you I'll, have I'll, a. Do you have an XLR mic or whatever it's called? it's a USB. I just think the USB bus on my computer has been really funky as of late. And I, I think it might be like that. I actually think it's the Astro Mix Sam's causing like my USB nah, uh, no, driver to ben, like surge. It's your microphone. No, it's no, too, it, no, it's no, too no, sensitive. There's, other, there's, there's a bunch of other issues I've had with my PC, trust. USB the mics are the worst. Anyway, my mic issues aside, talking about this series, uh, I've, it's kind of hard to really talk about the vetoes in this series because we don't really know what maps LA Thieves kind of really like to play. That being said, I was very surprised that Checkmate Control made it into the series. Yeah, we have Optic Chicago going up against the LA Thieves. We have Hector versus Nate Shaw. We have Kenny versus Formal. We got some of the best players in the world going head-to-head. -head. We know there's internal beef here. Guys, this was a fucking match. Uh, listen, I was excited to watch this one. I think Optic Chicago absolutely came out and, uh, and did what they had to do. I think they whipped it out, and I think they placed it on their forehead. You know what I'm talking about, Chris? I think this is a really good series for the Optic guys. Uh, the first map, I think it was all the ARs from uh, from Optic. The yeah. ARs were coming out to play. Uh, Dashy was kicking up. He was winning fights. I think uh, Slasher had a really rough start to this one. Um, Kyler Hook, he really exploded a little bit in the middle of this first game. But, Ben, speak to me. What was going on here for the LATs? What well, made Optic a better team today? I mean, I think Optic came out to play today. I mean, the slaying numbers in the series are, like, absurd. I think Optic got slayed them by, like, uh, like 80 kills or something actually insane uh, that I've never seen before in a 3-1. Um, I think Thieves looked really good in the S&D, and then, uh, you know, they got they came alive a little bit late in this map, but the maps 3 and 4, as Maven puts at the end of the series, were not close. Um, but the control was, a, was, was fucking... Like five, it it was like control. a fucking Bob Ross painting. It was yeah. fucking gorgeous. <laughs> it was beautiful. 
the the control and the hard point was was just spot it's just great plays out of optic i mean you got to give it to them they absolutely shut down and outplayed 100 thieves in the last this, this, is, this is why i didn't call the series yesterday when you were asking for predictions because i just didn't know what 100 or not 100 what optic was we were going to get because we've seen them you know lose to people they obviously shouldn't be losing and then we've seen them compete with the best so and they just came in. They took care of business, man. You got big freaking games out of Dashy in this series. Yeah, well, we got a listening coming in from a, from LA Thieves. I don't. I keep fucking making that mistake. <laughs> Let's tune in and listen to these fucking guys. Come on. He can go back. He can go back. Look yeah, at top green. Back. I spawn here. What's back left? What's top green? Like, we've been. I need light. 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 Yeah, okay, okay. Okay. I'm close, close time. I'm Tom. I hit him. No, no trophy on Tom, bro. You, you, and yeah, I'm gonna hit him. 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 I'm or was it just a lot of just calling out where people were, you know, like working with each other? I feel like they, I feel like a hundred LATs, fuck, can just work with each other a little bit more, you know? Doesn't yeah, seem like they have I, any game plan being. Yeah, there's like, no game about. plan. No, it's no, just no. like yeah, one right. Yeah, I'm going here. All right, there's one over here. All right, what over here? Got one up here, up here, up here. Then they start saying things two, three times, you know, make it seem like you know they're really into it and shit. But it just seems like they're not like I don't know, no chemistry, no chemistry, and and obviously they've been changing up the team a lot. And it's probably hard to get into a rhythm. Um, but, you know, I want to see them going into this major. I want to see them work on that chemistry, work on that teamwork, work on baiting and switching and working off one another. And, and listen, if these guys can get going with their teamwork, because talent's not going to hold them back. It's not the, the talent will not hold these guys back. It's the extra stuff. It's the, it's the teamwork shit. You know what I'm saying? Chris, Parasite, the fucking staple to the scene, the legend. You, how you doing, Chris? Hey, I'm good. What's up? Not that, you know what I'm saying? No. Yeah, I just thought you wanted. To, I just thought you wanted to tell me something in specific. No, I was just but, gassing you. Oh, hundred no, percent. And we also got fucking enabled joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Ian, how you doing? What's up, Ian? Yeah, my, What's going on? Content curator. The boys got the these. fucking goofy beat out of them. Holy yeah, they got smoked. <laughs> hey, Ian, what do you think? I know this is your your guys, right? And obviously, you know, it might be tough to talk about it, but. You know, do you feel like I you, I, you agree with me there, or do you think I'm spin fucking fugues? Because I do that sometimes, Ian. Sometimes I, no, I pull shit right. out of my ass, you know? You, you're, you're spot on. I, I mean, dude, it's... <sighs> they, like... They just haven't looked good all year. You know what I'm saying? They clearly yeah. aren't... They're not playing the game as well as other teams. I think they kind of had it um, when they were looking really good, right, with TJ Draws of Venom. Mm-hmm. But like that's the one downfall of when you do make a lot of roster changes is it, the they rhythm. don't have a system. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like because the Slasher's basically been on the bench half the year. 
Kyler's been on the bench for a while. Like mm-hmm. they had something that was kind of working with with Tej and Draza and Venom, like that same sort of style. Not it won't necessarily work with Hugh and Slasher, you know. So like, yeah, they just look out of sync. Uh-huh. Uh, and it showed because they got fucking beat down the response. You they could have yeah. like. won this map. I mean, we'll watch what happens at the end here. Uh, as we saw who going off. He's going to get streaks. He's going to use his streaks. They're in a good position. He he burgers his streaks by using on P5, and they end up in the spawn trap. It's a little decision, the decision-making, that put them in trouble in this map uh, and didn't set themselves up for success in the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to say something, but like you want to know what I would like for these guys to do? Um, granted, they're all super talented. I'm sure they all understand how to play COD. I want them to, like, legitimately sit down, go into, like, private match or even, like, uh, this one program I used. It's called, like, Insights and stuff like that. And really start, like having a game plan. Like, even the even to the most basic level. Like, but you don't okay. think they're doing that, Chris? You don't think they did that already? There's I, no way. With with how little, how, how little they've been playing together uh, so far, probably not. Mm. Um, and they've probably just been like getting on for scrims, watching some VOD in here or there. But like watching VOD only teaches you like the situational plays that you're making, like that only happen in those maps that you watch, which is limited. I feel mm-hmm. like if you actually sit down and like talk about things from a brighter perspective or like a broader perspective, sorry, and just like like even to the most basic level, like okay, on this hill. We're spawning here. How do you want to approach this? You get, you almost like start to like, like not even think about it when you play the game that you start to set yourself up, oppor- like uh, set yourself up for opportunities, like yeah. breaking hills and stuff. So but I don't know. I'd, they like, are to, new I'd team. like to see them do yeah, it. Yeah, they are a new team. So, you know, to get on the same page, they definitely have some work to do. Um, can they get there? Absolutely. I mean, they have 100%. a great, they have a great roster. So I think they can get there, but they're definitely behind. They're definitely behind. And, and plus when optics shooting like that, it's going to be very difficult. I just don't understand these optics Chicago guys. I don't. How do you go out and lose to Seattle out of all teams? So, I mean, let's, come on. I'm not, I'm not trying to roll Seattle here, but they've been shit, right? And then they come out here and slap LA Thieves like, the, like they're fucking, they're back. Maybe they're fucking back. What do you think it is, Ben? We'll start with you. Uh, I think uh, they have a lot of confidence uh, against this team. Uh, I think there was a lot in the line this match. Uh, and I think they showed up. Uh, but I agree with you. We we've but they don't times, have confidence I, against Seattle, you know. Well, no, the Seattle thing I think was more the Seattle was playing really well in the day. The confidence uh-huh. thing is more of like a when they play phase type situation or when they play like a Toronto type situation. Uh, just want to see them be more consistent against good teams because they took care of business today um, and uh, set themselves up nicely. Uh, but they're going to have a tough road. They're on the bottom side of the winner's bracket. They're going to play Dallas. And then waiting in winners is going to be Toronto for them in the second round. They're still going to have to kind of grind this out to get to winner's finals. Um, I think they have all the tools to do it. But as we've talked time and time again on the show, we want to see them be deeper uh, with their strats book, be deeper with how they approach situationals. I really liked how their S&D game has improved over the last couple of stages. They really stabilized that game mode. Um, but when it comes to the respawns against the top, the top teams want to see them be a little bit more consistent there. First of all, Scump is like an S&D star these days because this fucking guy doesn't miss it. He doesn't miss a map when it comes hey guys, to this I'll game mode. I'll be back mode. one second. Sorry. All right. No, no problem. problem, Dick Compton. Listen. Seth is on another level right now in SND. He is. I would just be playing around that guy. I, I think their their SND has looked pretty good, but they did lose it today. They did lose it today, but luckily their response are on point. When Optic is playing to their potential, it is a scary sight. 
it's a scary fucking sight. They're a good team. They're a good team. The only thing that worries me is just, you know, sometimes I feel like it's by the day. Sometimes I feel like their lows are low and their highs are really high. Um, so I would like to see them find a little bit more consistency in their game. Um, and like what you said, Ben, just like do more unpredictable shit, you know, like really uh what's the word i'm looking for here ben get creative get creative like you know there, i feel like there's just more that these guys can do i feel like there's more that these guys can do i feel like these guys had the potential to make like so many more plays and do so many different things Sometimes and just they're like too straight up and and it's easily readable by the top teams in yeah. snd it makes you easy to game plan against and if you mm -hmm. don't have a counter that you're you're screwed mm -hmm. and then in respawn if you're not front running when playing that straight up gameplay it's going to be really tough for you so uh, I think they have it in them um, to kind of push the meta a little bit further and maybe sort of get ahead of some teams here at the end. Um, they're a team to definitely watch next week when we go to Esports Stadium Arlington. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be pretty cool to see those guys back on stage, right, on LAN. I mean, this is a team that you would think is definitely going to perform better on, on the stage. I mean, they're in their element now. I mean, that's just how it is. Um, see, I'm sure they're really excited. I'm sure they're really fucking excited. I think it'll fit their playstyles a little bit, so it's definitely exciting to go back. But LA Thieves—they they look good in this uh, in this S and D. Um, you know, for a new team, surprisingly, uh, they seemed really good in S and D, which is which is weird because you would think a new team would get smoked, especially with how the respawns went. But they just do a good job forcing the play and and, and making some plays at the end of the game. But Paris said, "I'd like to get your opinions." You know, what was your thoughts on this S and D, um, and then what are your thoughts on Optic? Well, I think I think uh, this S and D would fit 100T, especially right now with how like new they are, because this map is like pretty free flowing. Like you can make a lot of plays, and like gathering information is pretty easy. So you can like take a lot of calculated risk on this map, which probably fits their play style. Because you got a lot of playmakers on that team in search, and, mm -hmm. and like Kenny, or not like, sorry, Ken, and Kenny, uh, TJ, who I mean, yeah, Kenny too, I guess. But um, in terms of optic. Um, when we were talking about the whole like what makes it so they lose to seattle and then like obviously come out here and look amazing i think it's ego i think actually by they i actually think you that think they so? probably don't try as much when they play a team that is not as good and they probably underestimate them going to the series um and just think they have a breeze you might like, be right optic yeah optic yeah sorry optic. To, be, to be fair to optic they've been really good against like the bottom six teams uh, this the Seattle series is the only blemish. They were yeah. like really good. Yeah, but put it this uh, way. Put it this way. They've they, been, they've they been good struggled for... though was right. against Toronto and FaZe especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some mixed results against uh, Thieves and, and some of New York and Florida, the mid-pack teams. They actually uh, threw this round, by the way. Optic yeah. threw the fuck out of this round to go up 5-4. They threw it. They just, fucking just, threw it. Just touching on that, Ben, when they've been so consistent against all these, like, you know, not the best teams in the in the, in the the CDL, like, you, you probably think that at some point they probably just think they're going into the series and it's an auto-dub. And maybe that Seattle one could have been the one where they probably let off the gas a little. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not making excuses for them. I'm also not downplaying Seattle, but like when no, you look at Optic play against like a team like this or play against some of the other better teams, like to me, it just looks like they know they're better and they know like even at an individual level, level they're playing just so confident. And then when you watch them play a team like um, FaZe, for example, it seems like they're a lot more timid in their play style and mm -hmm. they don't they don't take control of the game um as much as they do versus the lower yeah. you know i, I don't disagree with that take i will say though if and i think both of you can speak to this there will be days where your team will get on and it's just you guys just don't have it like, that's true 
Someone's having a bad day. The comms are bad. People are not shooting straight. And that's how the stinker series happened. That's how mm-hmm. LAG beats FaZe on a given day. That's how Seattle beats Optic. Every every yeah, top team is it's going to happen in one or two series a year. Uh, I just think the I agree with your point. I think it's like more the mentality gets the top teams. We want to see Optic uh, play with a little more hunger when they're playing those those top teams and getting some gritty battles. We saw it earlier in the year, but recently we haven't. Curious when they go to land, and especially the run they have, if they can uh, can get that grip back and make it very interesting uh, to see who's yeah. going to win this major. I mean, to talk about the map a little bit more, I love that play out of LA Thieves. To storm yeah. back alley, use their numbers, and single somebody out, and they get that first blood. And when they get the first blood, they turn around and keep that map control. But Skump, he almost goes big. Bro, I thought Skump had a chance here. I really they thought gave, he they did. They gave him so many freebies here, though, as Maven points out. Yeah, yeah he got like... two. He got two. Well, that wasn't a freebie. I mean, he just gunned him. He gunned one guy. Yeah, but you're, you're, he got you're, one freebie. They're giving, the, oh, they're giving him solos. Like, watch how this 1v2 plays out. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, LATs, they were playing. And this is what I'm saying. The chemistry with these guys just seem off. Like, yeah, LATs won. But, like, it's just little things like this. This is how they look and respawn sometimes. They're just very, they're getting singled out. They're not crossfiring with each other. Right here, you have Slasher sliding back and forth. He's by himself. So that's like, okay. Right here, if Seth gets behind this bomb without his feet sticking out, he might be able to get this down and yeah, fucking. He could have gone away and clutched. You just, you just can't, especially against a good player like Scump, and he's been so good in SD this year. Like, you just gotta stay disciplined, play your numbers. We saw the round before when Thieves played their numbers. It was an easy dubbed round for them there. Uh, imagine they lost that round getting 1v3. Yeah. Uh, going to round 11. Uh, they, got, uh, they got pretty lucky that that round didn't go south. Um, and then from here, Tom, I mean, I we could basically... Was, listen, I said it best. Uh, it's control, a Bob Ross painting, Ben. The control is a tough <laughs> one, man. Let's watch it, though, because it was flawless. We got Nameless in it. How you doing, Nameless? You know, you've been a little fake. I haven't seen you in here much. Uh, you don't even offer to come on a show. It just seems like you don't give a fuck yeah. these days. You know, it's it's weird to me. It's, it's honestly, it makes me really think, you know? It makes me really think. Do I really know a guy? Do I really know this guy? Can I trust him? Yo, Tom, would you say that you know? you're uh, mind-blown? Yeah, I'm pretty mind blown. You know, you know what I'm saying. I'm pretty mind blown. Uh, but I think they just like it, it, it. I think it really kicks up. First, they win the first defense. You know, with ease. It, it didn't really, you know, it didn't really say anything to me. I wasn't like, wow, they want a defense because it's fucking defense. And the you're next offense. A lot if you get the first wave of kills and you're just in the base. But then the next offense, I said, ma, I don't. These fucking guys just made it look so easy. And listen, I want to give all the credit in the world to Optic Chicago because they played incredible in this map. What the fuck was LA Thieves doing? Well, Thieves, this is what? The second or third time this year they've had an absolute stinker checkmate control with right? all the different it, it's teams. It's always each this time. map, Ben. It's always this map. Why? Why are they playing it? They fucking keep having stinkers. Well, I was I was a little confused that Raid Control didn't make it in this series. I think what? Uh, Optic doesn't play Garrison, and I think Thieves ended up uh, choosing the band Raid. So I maybe would have liked to have seen them. Uh, get on raid kind of use the space of that map um it's a, it's a pretty like in terms of the mechanics of how to play that map it's a little bit more straightforward mm. checkmate like kind of control requires like really uh your comms and your communication and your like game plan as a team to be really on point and optic have been traditionally excellent at this map all year excellent. so that was a curious curious move from thieves and they just get put in the absolute blender like i we I mean, haven't seen a team get sponsored like this on <laughs> On, on the defensive They're side, doing I'm whatever in a they want. You got Formal yeah. in the fucking base. Looks like base. a lead play sponsor. Happened. Yeah, it looks like a lead play sponsor. You got Formal in the base. Mm-hmm. He's picking up kills. You got people playing. They're hitting stacks. They're hitting kills. 
Yeah, fucking scump roaming plane. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. How you doing? Just another day. Get out of my way. I got a I lot say, to say. Bitch. I would go as far as to say that this is probably <laughs> the hardest control to play as a new team. Because yeah. like Ben was saying, there's a lot of like that like timings that can happen on this map specifically just because of how the map is laid out with how the plane is very isolated and the individual lanes on the map are pretty isolated that you got to be really meticulous in terms of how you maneuver around the map and get out of your base i don't think with uh thieves obviously not being together for this long um they're probably not gonna have a good time they, doing they that they don't wait for each other look you got number two hitting plane you got number three hitting fucking street by himself they're all doing it by themselves Look, they're not even doing anything together. There's nothing. No trades, no nothing. They're panicking. It's just nonstop panic. So you got one more guy, Slash Street. Have a good day. He's gone. Now they come off spawn and they do the same thing. You know, they spread out. They try and get picks and they're just solo channeling. No team shots. No, no. Look at this. Look. Can I address something? I, I'm seeing in the chat right now. Guys, I get it. When they addressed in the team, they were good on checkmate control, but you're a new team. You've watched Optic play raid control all year. You've watched Optic play this map all year. This is their way more dominant control. I would have, if it were me, from my POV, and again, I don't know if these maybe had a tough time to raid control in scrims, and that's like why they want to play it, but I would have maybe have tried to square up with Optic on that map. Yeah, guys. This one. Hey, don't question Ben, guys. Ben knows what he's doing, guys. All right. This guy's fucking smart. I mean, everybody, I mean, again, we don't know what their practice is like, around. so that might be the reason why they chose to play on this one. But like, from my POV, not knowing much about that, I just felt like this was a mistake. Yeah, we got a. Uh, what is this? Everybody keeps telling me to look at Hitch's tweet, um, but I don't know. I don't know what the hell he tweets a lot, so I don't know what the heck you guys are trying to get me to watch. But you know, I'll just, pull it just up. to touch on this map one more time before we move forward. Um, Checkmate control is one of those maps where once you get like the easy, once you get once you get broken out of your spawn, right? That's like this is that's the easy part. That's when you can kind of just go rogue. I think the what makes good checkmate control teams in this in in this game is the fact that you can, is how you get out of your spawn, being able to break out of those spawn traps. That's like what actually separates the the good teams from the bad teams because spawn trapping is easy, getting pushed up, getting in corners and stuff like that, really fucking easy. But once you get put in those spawn traps, that's when your your uh, skills tested on the map oh and yeah 100%. thieves just could not break out of it at all a hundred percent a hundred percent it's like it really tests your teamwork and your patience and you know your system honestly it's like mm -hmm. if, if you're gonna be put into a spawn trap like how many times at least when i play like when i play with clay right like when we get put in a spawn trap clay goes all right dude everybody slow the fuck down let's like let's figure something out what are we doing here you know like there needs to be a fucking plan sometimes it looks like they don't got a plan Looks yeah. like they're all over the fucking place. I'm you know back, what I'm saying? Oh, Ian, Dick Compton, how you doing? Sorry, I had to take a phone call. I had to take a phone call. Oh, interesting. You know, LADs, they go down. You know, the 14 day, day might be coming. coming. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about this map. The momentum continued for Optic. They went up like 100 points in the beginning of this map and didn't look back. Yeah. Um, just again, just another slow start for Thieves. Uh, real tough, tough map. Last two maps out of both their sub players who can TJ just not really getting any penetration playmaking ability on the map. And Optic was able to run any away what? with this one and close it out. What? No penetration? <laughs> they weren't getting no penetration, guys. No, I'm, way, I'm way too old for this. Sorry, anyways, fair continue. Enough. Fair they enough. Weren't, they weren't penetrating. I was going to get out a reaction, but fair enough, I guess. They weren't penetrating, is what Ben Benjamin <laughs> said. You know, put that in quotes. Put it in yeah. quotes. They weren't penetrating. Dash Benjamin uh, but yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Optic looked like they were in full control for the rest of the series. They were they were on cruise control at this point. They were on, especially after the control. They probably said, "Listen, these guys can't fuck with us. Just fucking do what we do." Um, and they use that confidence and that momentum. And you know, Moscow's also a good map for Optic. I feel like every time we watch them play this map, you know, they're always doing their fucking thing.
This you is Steve's pick, by the way, because they spawned on that side. Penetration. So. That's good. That's fucking good. That yeah. is fucking was, uh, good, was, guys. Was it Optic that uh, played phase on that Moscow HP that was like super close and a beast was going rogue? At the was beginning that, of the year. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. I just had a random flashback to that map because it was insane. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I mean, what are you going to do? If you're an LATs <laughs> fan, this is not the start you want to see. You go down 100 and 0. And at this point, all Optic needs to do is focus on maybe working some breaks and just staying ahead of the game and staying ahead of their rotations. I mean, at this point, I mean, they're in cruise control here. This is where you get this in is a danger hill, against though. a team like Optic because they're just they're, they're not going to blow massive leads like this. They're really good yeah. at front running, managing the game, like you said, staying ahead of hills uh, and just setting up and just guaranteeing themselves time. Uh, overall, it was an excellently played series at Optic today, uh, grabbing a lot of momentum. Uh, going into what's going to be a very interesting bracket run for them. Mm -hmm. I'm interested uh, to see how these guys play on land, man. I mean, we have a tweak coming in from Hitch, right? You got the reactions from the Optic squad. Let's watch it back. But he did capture it. Next stop, land. Why'd you say it like that? I don't know. <laughs> Tommy's entertaining, bro. I love Tommy. He's here for. <laughs> hey, low, low, looking kind of thick. God damn. <laughs> Look at Roger. Look at the concentration in Roger. Look at the penetration. My favorite part is Troy here. Look at Troy. He said, holy shit, the game fucked. The game fucked. Seth is a crazy fucking animal. How hot was it in Texas today? Oh, it was fucking hot. I can't breathe Dude, this out guy there. Troy is wearing sweatpants, yeah, man. Yeah, like, Troy, I lived in yeah, Texas yeah. for like six or seven years. Very surprised he's getting away with that, considering like you'd step outside and just melt instantly. But... I wear sweats all day, but then again, I don't go outside. I don't even know what the weather is like half the time. <laughs> he got to take his hoodie off at the end of the day and just be dripping. Has, bro. Like, bro, hey, no hey, trees. Hey. You step outside the hex quarters, bro, you are straight in the sun. There ain't hey, no hey, trees bro, around. Bro, even when I'm walking out with just a t-shirt and shorts, I'm thinking about taking my t-shirt off. That's how hot it is. I'm like, I can't fucking breathe. Yeah, no butt ass naked. I'm butt ass naked. Yeah, I might need to go butt naked. You know what I'm saying? What are you gonna do? Hey, listen, is, do. is there a listening? I know I've seen it before. Uh, but I'm not complaining. How you doing? There was. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> There's a list. Everybody's saying listen, and they want to listen to the Optic guys. Listen, I have to go back to the third hell. Go yeah, back, let's go, go back. Let's that. listen in. Let's see how these guys are sounding. Because you know what the what, what Hitch just said. You know, they 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 were very energetic. Here it is. Bada bing, bada boom. Is this the beginning of it? Yeah. All right, let's tune in. Flying down after right. I have all the men. Be then, guys. Men on me. Then. Shoot men. Shoot Kenny. Shoot Kenny dead. Shoot men. Keep it up, guys. I'm almost finished right there. Go, 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 I don't see him. Yo, the kid off spot one. I don't see the guy right now. Look at me, switch window, Seth. Bet, everybody's saying go to go back. This is the end of the listening. No, this is there's another like 10-15 seconds after this. I don't know what he's talking about, man. Let's get a land, bro. Yo, I'll tell you what, I saw some clear indicators. That shit's over, bro. Did we miss a good part? Was it was a good, it was a good listening, guys. Like, like I actually really like those comms from Optic. Again, as we talked about. Small talk was excellent. They were not just calling out where they were dying, where they were spawning. They were talking to each other, what lanes to pick up, who to focus, kills to get. Like, that's a sign of a team that's playing really, really good, solid hardpoint. Uh, and as we have touched on throughout this episode, 
um you know optic rounds in the form things get very interesting uh, yeah. next week yeah and there's comms no excuse there's no excuse for the comms especially when you got paco who's from fucking france and he has good small talk you know what i'm saying it's like the little shit like that hey, there, i've had times where i i had trouble w with my small talk and my teammates had to rip me into shreds, but eventually you get it. You know, you just practice on yapping mid-game, and, you know, you got to work on it. It's, it's a skill that you got to fucking focus on. So I think that's something LATs needs to take out of Optics book, is the comms, the teamwork. Granted, you know, it's a new team, right? It's a new team, so we'll, we'll see how it all goes. But, Ben, do we have the matches for... for... I actually, I want to watch this part of the lesson. Just, just this part's actually comedy. All right, let's so... listen. I got one or two. I have my side bus. Yeah, 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 I have bus. He's dead, dead, dead. I have a bank push. I have a bank push. Get my pillar chest. Walking street. Damn. Yeah, get my pillar chest. I have a bank push. Elbow slash dead. I should not build. Keep walking, Brandon. I'm looking straight. I'm looking straight. Yeah, I'm looking straight. Watch P2. I'm watching the bank push out. So you're not blocking the back here, right? No, I'm not. Yo, yo, one's in bank. One's in bank. Two in bank. I'm about to give up elbow. I'm giving up elbow. Go ahead, go ahead. Bank, two, two out. One shot. One shot. Could be a mid. Two street. Two bank. Two bank. One street. That happened to me a lot. Yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah, you're just twisted. You fucking, you're just so, bro. I snapped on a mannequin yesterday. I was so twisted on Newtown. I drop shot at a mannequin. I actually have a funny story now that we're returning back to land. So there was a point at a land where I was so used to sitting in the center, right? So when I would go to fist bump my teammate, I would, you know, go to the left to like fist bump my guy on my left and my guy on my right. For the series that I played, I sat on the edge and I was so into the game that after a round ended, I went and I fist bumped to my left and the ref was there, and I oh, fist bumped the ref. Shit. Oh, that's that yeah. tragic, brother. It was hilarious. <laughs> the referee was probably like, what the fuck Hattie are you doing? Hattie was paying the ref off. <laughs> yeah, bro, I don't I know. That's kind of fishy, bro. You guys remember, you guys remember when Kenny headbutted fucking Chinos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it happens, bro. When you're when you're in rhythm, bro. Yeah, wait, he headbutted up? The adrenaline's gone? Oh, he headbutted him. He fucking headbutted him. went for the dap, and he just straight headbutted him. He said, fuck it, you know? Let's just go for the headbutts. Hey, listen, when your adrenaline's pumping, you, you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen, you know? Bro, there were times where I thought Clay was gonna break my fucking hand. He would give me a Tom, fucking you, Tom, high five. You don't, remember, you don't remember we won a... Uh, when we won season three playoffs didn't or whatever in MW. Full? Didn't you lose full? That's I didn't lose full. I was event. fucking rubbing. I was rubbing Dylan's belly for some oh, reason, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, I, you, wait, wait, yeah. No, no, no. He did. He I, did. I don't no. know, dude. I honestly don't know why I did that. Yeah, hey, look, no, he man. was. He was. Hey, I, we well, there's a picture of, of it. There's literally a picture of it. We won two best of sevens top of the finals. We were down with three in the losers finals to Haggy. Appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Like, adrenaline was rolling. <laughs> hey, yo, hey, you looks on that one. Good looks on I've, that, bro. I have, I'm, I've had a, I've had a terrible time. Uh, what are you gonna do? You <laughs> Monumental know? breakdown out of the boy. Yeah, Monumental. Good times back in the day. Hey, the phase optic rival, uh, rivalry back in the day was was lit. That shit was lit. Yeah, it was. It was. Especially in AW, that was fucking crazy. But let's go ahead and look at some of these matches. How you doing? Major tournament four. Uh, we got the bracket. The bracket is out. It will be uh, June 17th uh, through the 20th. Shout out to the Call of Duty League for getting this on the move. Shout out to getting us back on land. This is what we've all been waiting for. You know what I'm saying? Uh, to kick things off. We got Subliners going up against Rocker. We got Optic going up against Dallas. We got Crim6 going up against the old team. There's got to oh be my. beef. There's got to be beef there. Um, on land, too, may I add. On land, guys. So this will be lit. We got LATs going up against LA Gorillas. I think that's going to be a good series just because, you know, we are back on land. EG thinks they're in World War II, so they're going to come out and they're going to fucking think that they're going to smoke everybody. And then you got LA Thieves, who are another one that don't really like online. You know, they bitch a lot about the online and, and servers and pings. Granted, those excuses, I'll give it to them because there are some problems here or there. 
But that's going to be a good match. Then we got London Royal Ravens going up against Seattle Surge. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I really don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Uh, that's why this is so exciting because I can't call a single fucking match. But we'll start with the first one. Subliners going up against Rocker. I'm going 3-0. I think Subliners are going to come out and smoke these motherfuckers. But at the end of the day, I think Rocker's a good team. I think uh, it'll be a good match. I'm just being biased. If, uh, if ASIM's playing, New York's winning this. Uh, if ASIM's not there, I, I, it's hard to predict this series. Yeah, true, true. Who, I didn't even fucking think. The sub is. Uh, I would say, like, looking at these two sides of the winners, FaZe probably got the easier side. Uh, Toronto got the tougher side. Um <clears throat> But yeah, going just going back to your point, I think if New York's got their full strength team, I kind of like them in this matchup. Hey, hey, Wait. I'm gonna mute my mic. I'm getting a phone call real quick, but keep it going. Back. Wait, did you say Faze had the easier side? Between New York and Minnesota versus Optic and and Dallas, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just, I mean, well, yeah, true. I agree especially, with that. especially with New York may, yep. maybe not playing with Asim, but you're yeah, not Tommy, Tommy. If, if, Tommy. Yeah. If, if Asim was down, playing, I'm like, send me to 14. I got, I'm moved. down. I'm fucking down. Right, if if, uh, if Asim was playing, then 100%, I, I think you'd be smoked. But I, I get it now. Yeah, I, I always I, I always forget that he's not yep. playing. Because realistically, that'd be like a rematch of the, of the last uh, major final, right? Well, You're what a fucking fool. Uh, so yeah, yeah. It would, it, would be really, it would be really interesting if... Oh, uh, that's not the point bro. Oh, it's it. not, oh, I wasn't muted, bro. Oh, oh said that I'm in. shit, bro. I wasn't fucking muted, bro. No way. Uh, I pulled up fucking Ben of Maron. Okay, dude. Come on. Hey, I'll tell you what, look. <laughs> if, if Tom's on the roster, I got 3 0 in my cell. 100%. Hey, my fucking guy. My guy. I appreciate that. You know, Listen, that's... Tom, if you're playing this series, you got to shoot Dylan's body, dude. No, I can't do that. Uh, maybe I can. Uh, for all time's sake. Yeah, maybe I can. You know, just for all time's sake. Did you guys do the predictions? No, we, we just did New York, Minnesota. I, I think that series is really hard to predict without knowing ASIMS here or not. I think we'll do a preview show this week. Ben, uh, I think Tom. I, I, <laughs> I want to give it. one take on it. I think yeah. it, if Seam doesn't play, um, I think you might see how impactful he is to NYSL. I it, definitely it, agree with that. 100%. Like, there's not many sub players in the league that do what Seam does, especially at the level he does it at. So, like, no shot to anyone they they pick up like a, you know a kid i saw that maybe it's decimate or just someone else but i don't think they're nearly going to be as good and rocker could capitalize on that mm -hmm. they could because rockers are, i mean they're a solid team it's just gonna if throw it's, off if it's the Tomas, whole mojo it's I got like some good that, uh, like that Ian. Rock, Rocker's got some good land people. Besides Sandy, obviously he hasn't really played any. Um, they got some good, you know, players that have performed really well on land in the past. Mm -hmm. And all three that's, of them. So. That's fine, but as a team, like they have not looked the best. Uh, S and D, even with Major Manic on the team, has been a big question mark for them. Um, I just don't. I just don't like the the maps that overlap. They've still. They've still have full have strength looked, New York. They still have look. Well, yeah, full strength New York. I'm talking the hypothetical. He's not playing. Yeah. I, I like Rocker's chances if Asim's not playing. Uh, Rocker, like I said, I was saying this yesterday. Rocker to me is really good. They're just missing this one thing that can like take them uh, into contention with the you know Phase Ultra uh, subliners. And I, I I don't know what it is, but hey, maybe it's maybe it's land, man. We'll see. Bro, yeah, imagine. The, the, hold on. The one thing Dang. they need is more is more speed. If you watch them play, there's still just very slow to react to situations they don't take advantage yeah. or the kills in the way we see a toronto or a phaser new york do in respawn i think that's a missing spark spark right now for minnesota and respawn and snd like i don't know man it just it doesn't seem like they're quite on the same page in snd 
I can uh, agree with that. Very curious uh, if we ever get a chance to interview some from Minnesota, kind of what they think their S and D struggles are currently. Yo, can you imagine if I if I actually did play with New York and I go live with a with a flank as soon as we win or some shit? It's just, just like, like IRL. That would like, be legendary. That would be legendary. Yeah. Yeah, fuck, we win three zero. I I tweet out we're going live with a flank. Join up, fucking just doing everything, bro. We're doing content. We're doing fucking. Fucking gunning people on the big stage. That'll be legendary shit. Zuma and Hydra, the duo, brother. Yeah, bro, we're okay, in, bro. Okay. We're in there. You know what I'm saying? But let's go to the next one. We got Octic going up against Dallas. This one's going to be fucking nuts. Uh, because I just don't know what the fuck's going to happen. I can't call these games. I can't. I don't know what's going to happen. Optic's going to win this one, man. Okay. Like, I, I, I think Optic's a way better team right now. Uh, Dallas is still kind of figuring out their fit with Vivid. Uh, maybe we might get a really funky five gamer because... It's the first game back on land. People getting kind of used to the vibe. I just think you in that game five, man. I just feel like Optic's pretty icy in S&D right now. I, I feel pretty confident in them winning this matchup. Yeah, I'm going to go Optic as well. I'll go 3-1. I can see Empire taking a map, but uh, I'll, I'll go with Optic. I feel like uh, Dallas, they, they got a lot to learn still as a team. And I think on land, I think Optic's coming with their A game, especially against Crib 6. You know what I'm saying? Um, this fucking guy's crazy. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, but I'm going Optic 3-1. Ian, uh, I don't, Chris? Uh, sorry, sorry, my bad. I no, was reading good. something. I just got some spicy, some spicy news. Ooh. I can't say. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll shit, poke yeah. you in a, I'll poke you in a sec. But um, oh, poke me too. What the fuck? Yeah, I'll just put it in the chat. But anyways, um, yeah, I probably see Optic winning this. Uh, I'm still interested to see um how Empire translates to to LAN. Obviously, haven't seen those guys play LAN for a while. Or everyone, but even when LAN was uh. Uh, still a thing. They weren't the best until I think the last uh, event, maybe that was a uh, played LA. I think they got they won it. So uh, we'll see how they play, but uh, I think Optic's gonna win this one. Yeah, it's a three-one. It's I think this is just it's a big mismatch talent-wise. To be honest, uh, I don't think Empire like their players individually besides Shotzi ha have been pretty like mediocre this whole yeah. year. Yeah. Um. And even though Optic, I think not only is the better team, they have a huge mismatch in talent. So like they could just bully Empire. And I think that's what's gonna happen. Mm -mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I will say though, Reese Vivid was pretty good in the beginning oh, of this year. Shit. And he had like, the last series they played, he played greater than that map three stinker. Uh, so, I mean, I, I would say Vivid's good, but I don't think he stacks up to his equivalent on the Optic side as well. So uh, yeah, I, I agree that the lack of talent or not the lack of talent, but the talent disparity between the two teams, I think, is a big talking point here. Um, yeah, but then we go into the next couple matches. I know a lot of you guys want us to fucking leak. I honestly don't think it's that big of a deal. I'm down to fucking leak it, but Chris won't let me. No, Chris. you can. You, I mean, like, that's uh, just uh, some mid. That's fine. I mean, I mean, like, it's just like it's just a hint. I know people are like trying to figure out what's going on with the whole New York thing. So, I mean, if anything, well, that's know, probably the, the, uh... know, sources are out, man. You know, sources. I just got a phone call from uh, from some sources. Uh, Zinni, Saints, and Slack. They're back in uh, teaming together which, for challengers. Uh, those guys are back. So, I'm guessing the Desi, Sib, Lamar, etc. Team uh, split up. Yeah, um, which could be for reasons unknown, not just you know. But Clay also related. tweeted out that Decimate said no to the offer when they asked him if know. he wanted to yeah, join. Then, then everybody deleted their tweets, so who knows? Maybe people yeah, who are knows? the situation. Wait, so exactly. you're telling me my phone call was fake? <laughs> Your phone call? You, you Listen, you, you know, they might, it might be playing two sides here and see who signs first. No so shot, Tom. If you're only an option, you don't take it. Period. No, no, fuck. I need to be number one. If I'm you, not, you need to be number listen, one, listen, period. I'm done. I'm fucking done. I'll go find another 14 day somewhere. <laughs> Yo, imagine. <laughs> oh, zoom it to Minnesota Rock on a 14 day. <laughs> Yo, imagine that backward attach. Backward fucking priest to head attach. 
You know what I'm saying? But let's go into the next one. Yeah, I, that one really wasn't that fucking crazy, to be honest. I'm like, you know, I read it. And I was like, I mean, I guess it's pretty well, fucking crazy. The Challenges only reason, change. They the change only, every fucking week. The only reason I didn't want to say it outright on stream was because if there was any sort of indication that something like that could be happening happening with your organization, I didn't want to just put it out there. Like, I'd rather just like talk to you We still have no idea what the fuck's going on. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't if know. anything, it, that's what I'm saying. It's just like a. It could be like a hint. You know, it's just to get something. It's just uh, to get the people talking. Yeah. I guess. Hey, listen, Zinni got a team. Let's get a winning the chat this fucking guy's get he's getting he's losing his team left and right but he got he got a team again so congratulations to zinni and crew but let's go into the next one we got la thieves going up against the los angeles gorillas i'm going thieves three two i actually think this is going to be a battle i think it is i don't think it's going to be a, as easy as people think i'm picking an upset lag three two Oof, wow. Oh, that, that, wow. That, wow yeah what do you think ian uh i think he smoked i mean neither team looks good right it's gone the land you have to favor lat obviously i'm biased you know everyone's gonna fucking roast me for whatever um but i just think the talent mismatch is there once again in both of the these fuck teams is that noise? what it's, is that it's fucking ben it's this what fucking asshole no, no, it's, it's me. Okay, ben fat cock um <laughs> wait what uh <laughs> hey, <I'm> chill, dude. <laughs> but both of the, like they're just they, both teams are playing average cod right uh, I don't think that's going to change on land, but I think LAT's talent will just get them through this first round. I do think it'll be close, though, Tom. Uh, yeah. I have a 3-2 as well. Interesting, interesting. Uh, Chris, Parasite, how you feeling yeah. about this one? I think Ben's kind of smoked, to be honest. I think I think LA Thieves takes this. I mean, just LAG just doesn't look good in any sort of way at all at least la thieves uh had a pretty good series who'd they play first who was their first series before this optic one um, where last map was minnesota minnesota yeah and they've they, been a pretty good that contender series. and they yeah they threw it they outslayed by a lot like i mean they're a really talented team like you said it's it's probably going to carry them through it if anything i could see lag maybe taking the search uh just because they've had a lot of reps but uh LAG LAG just hasn't won a looked... series sorry for cutting you off they oh, been in really terrible and hard point the last couple of weeks which makes me a little concerned this matchup i kind of like lag in the snd matchup here though yeah yeah uh, just so. just the play styles to me makes me think that like you never know first series on land you guys have always like sometimes gone to an event right <laughs> that first series you play at that event goes a little funky sometimes you see some weird upsets oh, i'm just feeling this one might be a little bit of a bizarre series uh i agree with ian in normal circumstances i would definitely take thieves but I, with the first match i gotta pick one upset here uh and yeah. i'm thinking an leg is gonna be the one that's gonna surprise us on day one here if lat loses they gotta blow it up trade for pick period I better be on a starting roster if they lose to LAG first round. I agree, and I think you would make a good, uh, you would be a good person to fit into this roster. I really do. They need your vibes. They need your energy. And boys need Jesus. Yeah, they, need, they lose they LAG, Jesus, they definitely know. need Jesus, yeah. They should go to church. You know, maybe go to church <laughs> once a week, every Sunday, you know. Go say a couple prayers, and maybe, you know, we'll see what happens. But let's get into the next one. Wait, did we get everybody's opinions? My bad, my girlfriend and Gizmo walked in. Yeah. Okay, we go London Royal Ravens going up against Seattle Surge. I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. You know, Surge could come out and look great. They could look fucking trash. Uh, same with London Royal Ravens. They're gonna go around 11 or somewhere, probably lose. They're 0 and 8 in that shit or 1 and 7. I don't know. All I know is, uh, you know, they got good players, but they haven't shown it this year. They're at the bottom of the barrel. They're in losers' brackets. So one of these teams are going home. I think it's gonna be Seattle. I think London's gonna come out for some reason and win. I don't know what it is. It's just a feeling I have. So we'll go 3 2 London. What do you guys think? Uh, yep. I, I really like if Seattle win this series, 
they are set up for a pretty interesting run. I don't remember if you lose in winners round one. Does do you flip sides of the bracket? Or is it flip that. after I think round you, two? I think you, well, if it's anything like the challenger stuff, you flip after uh, winner's round two. So it'll, so it'll flip, it'll flip for uh, elimination round two. I they think. always do this shit with the fucking yeah. flips, and it'll, sometimes it'll flip they don't for elimination flip. Okay, so, so they would end up playing the loser of, of Optic Dallas. They do get through Paris. I mean, Seattle's got an opportunity here, you know, uh, to get some momentum. I, I, no shot. I, this, this is a weird series. It's kind of a coin flipper. Uh, I'm gonna back Seattle though, uh, and I'm gonna say three two. I, I man, like I just don't know how to predict this one right now for Seattle. The sub gameplay is just so up and down. It's just so hard to know what version of Seattle we're gonna get on the given day. The one that beat Optic or the one that played today against Paris. So yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what's gonna happen. I can I, I can actually see Seattle doing well though. Like if they're on, like they have to be on. Like they have to be playing their game. And we are going back to land, and they do have some land players. Right? You got Octane and Gunless and, and Classic, right? A lot, a lot of good land experience. Um, Pristini as well, right? World champion. So listen, man, these guys. Actually, you know what? I'm changing my mind. I'm gonna go Seattle three two, you know. I'm gonna flip flop. I'm gonna flip flop because you I'm know. Sticking with the Ravens. People are always saying I flip flop, so that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna flip flop. <laughs> I'm going back. I'm going back to Seattle. I don't know yeah. what it is. Seattle? Okay. I know. I think it's gonna be the big P and Octane show. I'll be honest. You know what they do online? Um, this is what this has Paul X or Afro ever competed online? Oh. Paul X has. Uh, mm. He played at the uh, in Challengers at least. He played at the uh, Atlanta Home Series and got third. And then uh, me and him won the uh, LA Home Series in Challengers um, uh, right before uh, COVID happened. And okay. uh, he, he was he was really good. We actually beat uh, we beat Singularity twice in winners and losers. And they had uh, previously won like the major uh, the major uh, Challenger event prior to that. So i i'm going with my boy paul on this one obviously i was a part of the ravens i got a lot of love for those guys and uh i got a root on my my western brother so i th i think uh i want to see that guy do big things man he's a really talented player and i think he's got a bright future ahead of him so i want to see him uh kick off his lan pro cdl debut with a bang i like that chris i like that a lot listen i'm looking at this thing three series is all phase or ultra need to win to win this fucking thing it's crazy three series and you win the tournament um it, it's interesting it's interesting the way this is all laid out and i'm very excited i think the main <clears> thing <throat> for me is just being back on land and being back on that atmosphere regardless if there's a crowd um listen we've done that before right in columbus at the studio and, and stuff like that we've played on land a bunch with, with no crowd so uh, just happy to be on a fair a fair playing field you know and, and just to be back in that element i think it's gonna be a lot of fun i think it's gonna be ben my i'm gonna come over to your apartment i'm gonna take that fucking microphone and shove it up your is ass is it going off is it going off again dude yeah it's going off you gotta I fix it i i can't hear ben, it you're so rich I'm fucking invest in a goddamn good mic you're using a it's, usb it's it's, it's a at 2020 usb it's a good mic invest I just don't, in I a audio haven't, mixer haven't been having XLR issues mic. at all until today apologies guys sorry i'm back ben are you good is your mic better Apparently it's it's good now, so Okay, thank God. Let's get into some fucking questions in the chat, guys. You know, we're here to answer your questions. I forgot to post on Reddit today. I've been very busy. Um listen, the production's off. The production's all over the place. It's not looking good. Uh but listen, we you know we always go to the chat at the end of shows. We already got a question coming in. Do you think attach needs to play faster for the rocker to have a legitimate chance? Um against top teams ben what do you think i personally and i've told dylan this before i love when dylan's on the flex role i like when he's running a, a craig like i would like him to run a craig this game i think if you put him on a craig 
and possibly even throw Priest on the sub again. So, so maybe Priest on the I don't know. Personally, I think Dylan should be in that, like, that methodical. Whatever role it is where you're methodical, you're picking up kills, you're slaying. Like, he should have one job, and that's just to go off and fucking do his fucking thing. And when you put him in that role... Now, I don't know what he thinks about that, because I know Dylan really likes running a sub. And he just loves <laughs> run, run, loves doing it. But I'm, I'm curious to see what you guys think. What, like, what are your opinions with Rocker? I, Do you think um, Dylan needs to pick up the pace? My, I don't think it's a one-person thing, honestly. My, my thought process is that I think next year, a trio where Preston is the main AR, Dylan's the flex player, Standy's their aggressive sub player, and they can find a really good second sub uh, who's maybe also really good with an AR where they can kind of swap Dylan around to that second several like that's a really good team and the pacing will make sense i agree with you sometimes dylan's kind of play style he has as a sub player is a little bit unique uh it's not super pacey and if the team is not super in sync with that play style and not getting the most out of it they're going to look really really slow on the map Mm -hmm. Here, here's the thing that, in my opinion, I look at their roster and I kind of like the composition. You have your aggressive AR in Preston, you have your quote-unquote slower AR in Major Maniac, and then you have your more methodical submachine gun in Attach, and you have your super aggressive uh, submachine gun in Standy. I think they have a good balance. I just think that as a team, it's not it's not so much as in, in a, at an individual individual level where they're not like picking up the pace. Mm. I think it's as a team. Their situationals are just not like very quick like they're just not thinking see, like as Chris, a team Chris, quicker. i, I kind of disagree with that i don't like my teams yeah, like that i like two subs who are like super hyper aggressive like i want two hyper aggressive subs that are going to match each other's pace that are going to work off each other like yeah, yeah. they're going to be easy in a simp you know two people that could just like work off each other stay alive bait and switch like make plays happen just be super quick yeah. have non-stop go buns and i want to I mean, uh then I want a flex player. No, you're good. Then I want a flex player who, you know, kind of methodical. Just let him roam, yeah. get kills. Like a Selium. I mean, I'm breaking mm -hmm. down the face team, right? Like yeah. Selium, who, who just kind of plays his life. He baits his subs. He just does whatever he needs to do to stay yeah. alive and get kills and be a nuisance on a map, which I think Attach would do really well. I think yeah. Attach fits in that role perfectly. And then an AR. A, uh, like a nice, good, solid AR. Like somebody who's mm -hmm. smart, will communicate, make good plays. Um, I think that their overall team composition is not working. I think Minnesota Rocker yeah. could switch up some roles or stuff. I don't know if they're going to want to switch up roles at this point in time. Yeah. Um, but, I, but I think a little bit of a role switch. Now, granted, I've talked to Dylan, and they've been playing really well in, in practice. They've been doing their fucking thing. But, you know, in the, in the bigger games against the top teams um, is where I worry with them. I think maybe yeah. some role changes might work. But I, 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 I can see your point, Chris. You know, everybody likes yeah. to build their teams a little bit differently. Um, but I personally just like having two hyper-aggressive subs, mm -hmm. a flex who's kind of in between, just staying alive, getting kills, yeah, yeah, just yeah. kind of kill whoring. Uh, in, I think Pharaoh was the best one at that shit. I, I oh, loved watching. Yeah, he was he was hyper-aggressive yeah, like, like, though. He was, like, he, yeah, like but, Cammy, not, like, but he, he played like, like a Freddy though. Like he like Pharaoh always found like these little Freddy spots and laydown spots and yeah. weird angles like. He was annoying. He reminds me of how Cammy plays, kind of, to yep. be honest, yep. with the Krig. Uh, uh -huh. But real quick, just last thing I want to say. I don't mean like a slow AR where like you're just not pushing and stuff. I mean like where you're like a you're playing AR. corner. Yeah, you're playing. No, yeah. no, not did I say slow AR. I meant sub, like with, with Dylan and stuff like that, where like Dylan's going to like camp camp like a corner more, play like more of like a Creddy while Standy a lot of time. He's just like challenging. I think it's just, I think if anything, their issue more is just about how they're synchronizing i don't think it's it's the players i think it's just that they need to come together to find a better understanding of how each person on the team wants to play and put that right. together into a system because i think that's the problem is their system is just not quick 
Yeah. No, they're but, not, but, they're but not it's reacting. A play style, it's a playstyle thing as well, though. You know, like, I feel like certain people and their playstyles fit better with other people in certain roles. You know, that's, yeah. that's the only reason why. Listen, yeah, I, play I, with I, Dylan, I, I, I play with Dylan for so many years, and all I wanted this kid to do was just give him the best gun and just let him do his thing. You know, let <laughs> yeah. me let me go get cracked out and do fucking crazy shit and bait and, and be whatever that guy. I want Dylan to just fucking, you know, slay and do his thing and not have to worry about making taking a fucking route here or there. Give him the Krig. Just let him roam and just let him get kills and let play his kills, life yeah. and do his fucking yeah. thing. And then fucking throw Priest on the sub to run around with Standy and get fucking twisted. We've seen Priest do it in Black Ops 4 with a with 100 Thieves and completely turn that team around. And then you got Mike on the AR who can make plays. Major Maniac, because, you know, he won multiple events last year. He's a great player, has a lot of talent. He likes to take routes with an AR. He likes to do those that... He likes to rotate and do all that shit. He could, he, he could look over those guys, and he could be a really solid AR for, AR for that team. I think a simple role change will do wonders for that team. Um, and I think it'll be something fresh and new and to get them more energy, get them, you know, fired up a little bit. Um, now, granted, you know, I know their practices have been doing well, and Dylan feels really confident with the team. And I haven't see, said anything to him about this, but it was just something that just kind of came, um, came can to I, me. Can I say something? I hate, I hate when teams say that. Not even mm -hmm. against Minnesota or doing them, but I swear the this has been shit, like, like this. we're doing good in practice. You're saying, dude, I swear it's been a thing since fucking the beginning of Call of Duty. Every 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 team when they don't perform well in the official matches, they're like, I don't know what's going wrong. We're like, we look great in practice. Like, yeah. if everyone's looking great, who the fuck's getting smoked in yeah, these practices? Yeah, yeah, yeah true. If everyone's point. looking good. True, true. Like, Everybody says that. Everybody says I that. I feel like that's the, such a cop Because out. you just split maps. And in practice, you you know, you split maps. You'll take maps here and there. And you'll be like, yeah, I mean, we didn't do that bad. You know, we split. But at the same time, I agree. I agree. Ian, you know when your team has and, and don't have. Like, I could, I could play with a team for two days and, and be like, okay, we're going to be a top three or we're going to be like a top six. You know? Yeah. Like, I yeah, know yeah, it right off know. the rat. You know it right off the fucking bat. You could tell. So, I personally think... I'm right here because I'm always fucking right. What people like to say, Tom always thinks he's right. I'm just fucking around, but I think I think Minnesota will look pretty good with a little bit of a role change. Um, do you guys agree with me, or do you think I'm fucking faded here? I could be faded, you know. I'd be saying some faded shit sometimes, um, but I don't know what you guys. No, think. I think you're. I, 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 dude, it's so hit or miss though, because you're right. I think if you put Dylan in a position where he can just get kills, that that's the best role for him. Uh huh. But at the same time, like I've seen Dylan be that super aggressive sub oh yeah uh, he, no no and, he and, has it he could do like, it like, like he could do it and i just i don't know why he i don't want to say shies away from it but mm -hmm. like i don't know if there's just something stopping him or even though he can do it he's just not comfortable in that play style you know what i mean mm -hmm. so i'm telling you guys right now it comes down to their system these guys some of these players i feel like are not playing at their full potential because overall as a team they're not like they're not on the same page. They're not making decisions quickly. They're not reading the map and what they need to do. And when they get these kills and, and stuff like that, they're not capitalizing on it. I think I think a lot of the, th the things that you guys are talking about, their pacing and stuff like that comes down to their understanding the game mm -hmm. and being able to read that in a I hectic situation. Yeah. And, 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 and until they show me otherwise that like, obviously they're making these like, uh, aggressive plays and they're, and they're staying ahead of the game, then, then maybe I'll talk about like, okay, they, there's clearly some roles that need to be changed around here or maybe roster changes. But until then, I, I, I think they need to work on that more so than, any, than anything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I wish them the best of luck. I love all those guys over there, you know, and they're all talented players. So, you know, I wish them the best and, uh, you know, I want to see them make a run. You know, we'll see what they can do. Well, they're playing New York, so, you know, they can go to losers and then they can make a run. 
but uh, somebody else came in the chat and said, Draza gets dropped and wins challengers. What is his future? I was I was a little shocked by the LATs getting rid of Draza. I was. I didn't think Draza was going to go. If anything, I thought maybe Venom was going. I didn't see Draza going. I, I for sure didn't see that one coming. Uh, so I wouldn't them... be surprised if he's back on the starting lineup. Oh, shit. You think so? You uh, think no, so? I, know. I don't got any intel. At I don't some point, I, I don't, I I don't, think I don't so talk well. to him. It's just... He was good. I mean, he was. He, he, I mean, he, he was just good. He was good. Yeah. He he had a couple series where he looked off, but to be fair, the whole team looked off um, before they just made this recent change. Mm. And uh, I know I fucking cook the guy all the time, but I love Teach. He just he he hasn't looked good mm -hmm. with, with this four. Mm -hmm. And yeah. if Draza, Chris, you could probably actually talk at him more than I can because I don't mm -hmm. know, like, yeah, if he's running a sub, I, I've heard people say that he looks really good with the sub. He was a sub player in MW, and that's where he got his shine, and that's when he ended up uh, getting on 100T and stuff like that because of how good he was in MW. And then on top of that. Well, to add on to that, when he when he got dropped from 100 Thieves and I, and he was moving to Challengers, I tried to start something with them, and I told him I'm like, he he had the option to join the team with Sib, but they wanted him to run AR, and I told him I'm like, you need I know that team is stacked, but you need to run a sub, not even just for 100 T, just like overall your career is gonna be way it's gonna be way easier to get into a league team running a sub. That's like the thing that most people um, need on their teams is they need really good submachine guns. They need their next Simpson Abizi. If you can prove you can run a sub at the highest level, then you're gonna have a, a bright career ahead of you. And that's what that's what you need to do. And he's he was good at it in MW. So I think yeah, I mean they did they did just win challengers. I mean they just yeah. they did their thing. No. NA Challengers Cup number seventeen. Has Draza played on land? Uh, yeah, I played um, I played uh, in Atlanta, the Atlanta home series with him back when he was pretty relatively unknown. We had we got like a top six. So it wasn't anything crazy. Um, and then we also played like some local where we played against like a super stacked team of like high tier challenger teams. And we smoked them with like team of basically people that don't even like barely play anymore. So, okay. yeah, he's 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 good. I, 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 I like to call my son as a joke, but. I think he is a very, very talented player, and and I think he's gonna prove within time that he's a he's a generational talent, man. He's gonna be up there at some point in his career. I have mm -hmm. no doubt in my mind. He's disgusting. That's good guess from uh, some good from, guess. from yeah. Papa yeah. Chris, Papa Parasite. Yeah. You know, coming in with some uh, with That's some good guess. Um, somebody said, uh, okay, but he only needs to be there for, fuck, it's moving too fast. He only needs to be there for majors on land right now, so why doesn't he just cross for a few days during the lands while he waits for his visa? Oh, is he talking, are you guys talking about something else? What the fuck are you talking about? Do you think LAT needs a new coach? No, I don't think it has anything to do with the coach, man. I really don't. I, I, listen, I'm being honest. Cav's been playing the game for a really long time. Uh, I'm pretty sure Cap knows what he's doing, but it's also very difficult when you have a roster and they're not performing well And there's a lot of changes that they can make and you know, he's not the only one making decisions over there I don't think this coach is the coach. I don't know if you guys agree with me or not, but I think the coach is doing the best he can um, But I feel like when a team's really struggling a lot of people are like, you know, go to the coach But I think it falls more on the players than anything. I think they're in a really tough spot if they had been placing like top threes, top fours all year, I don't think they'd be doing as much shuffling, but they just trying to get to that level where they're in that contender circle and they're just not. So I don't really want to pin that on cap. Also long-term with this team, like they're a destination in the off season. Uh, if this lineup of six players doesn't work, they're going to be one of the like front runners to build a super team in the off season this year. So all the confidence in the world that they'll figure it out. For sure. Yeah. Somebody said, um, oh, are you going to say something, Ian? Oh, uh, 
I mean, I was just going to say, like, Call of Duty's not evolved to the point, like, uh, normal sports, right, where the coaches get a lot of flack if the team's mm-hmm. not performing well. It's not there yet, you know? Yeah. Cap can say whatever. He could be doing all the right things. It, but at the end of the day, it still comes down to the players, you know? And yeah. people flip-flop every day. They're, you know, Cap took a fucking chance with not making it a fucking friendship team mm. and, you know, just trying every possible fucking team of four that he could put together and yeah. people are still cooking. You know what I'm saying? Like They'll never be happy. I mean, that's just how it, it is. You know? It's just, yeah, it's just how it is. You know, what are you gonna um, do? You know, what are you gonna fucking do? Ian? His track record's ass, though, right now. You know, so I don't know. <laughs> Coach K, not looking good. The track record not looking good. Uh, somebody said, does Dallas uh, ACC, what does that mean? Does Dallas... Accuracy? Uh, accuracy? Oh, have I don't the, know. I don't know what that means. Does Dallas ACC have the talent to stay together next year? And compete, or do they have to break up during the off season? Maybe methods for next stage if Illy is bad. Well, I don't. I don't, that's I don't never see any crimp working yeah, together. That's never That'd be happen. comedy. But uh, again, I mean, I I just think that Dallas is in. Actually, we've talked about this on, on quite a few episodes of the show. By getting rid of Hook, their margin for error became very thin. The fellow thing didn't work out. There's not that many great options out there out there if they want to shuffle and it's not going to like increase their talent level where they're going to match the top team so um i think they got to kind of grind it out and see if they can make a run with this one they're another team i expect um with the pedigree of players they have on their team especially Krim and shotzi where they can make a big change to their lineup if they wanted to mm. uh and potentially come out with a super team in the offseason hey, i think at the end of the day if you're mike astro right you go to shotzi all right who do you want to play with that's what i would do Thousand yeah. percent. You build Sit a team around him. Shotzi, how you doing? Who do you want to play with? Who are the three best players right now? Who do you want to play with? What's your team? And, and see what he says, you know, and then go out and get the fucking team. You know, a lot of people will say, will argue Krim sticks to that. You know, we had this whole argument in the team speak last night. It was private. We, we were talking about it off stream a little bit in the team speak. Um, and you know, I think it was Adam Fat Hippo Meat who came in and said, no, I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna keep Krim and build around Krim. And I say, you got to be out of your fucking mind. You know, Shotzi's the next, he's young. He's fucking, he's got like MVP. But it's also Adam, right? This guy has shit takes. Um, uh, so I'm damn. curious to see what you guys have to say. Do you think they go Shotzi, Krim and build? Do you think they just let Shotzi build? Do you think they keep the team together? What are some of the things you're feeling right now? I think the so way we'll it end works. It on this one. I, we'll end it on I this. Said, I would have said they would have built around Krim, but Krim... Krim's not at the greatest of years in his career right now. I don't think they're going to drop him, though. I think it's going to be a, a Shotzi-Krim combo. Let's find the two best players that fit. Maybe Ender, a.k.a. Illy, just maybe they move on from him and he goes to a different team and they find two other players. But I would be like, it would have to, it would have to take them really disappointing uh, in the next two majors and Shotzi having his mind that he doesn't want to team with Krim for Dallas to drop him next season i would be like really really surprised i mean i think yeah. the way they finish is going to be huge right the only so, thing sorry go ahead no no i i wasn't gonna say anything you go i was gonna say the only thing that i could say is you don't get rid of shotzi that guy is Gross. one mvp last year Gross. he started off slow this year but he did last year as well and now he's literally like their best player it's not even fucking close yeah, yeah no shotzi's so, a man you can't touch if anything that you go to that guy ask him who he wants to play with see what he says go to Krim, ask who he wants to play with and then you try to build something from there um but overall i think you try to stick to stick to shotzi if, if he has a, any issue with the current roster and maybe he doesn't want to play with anyone on the team um which i, I probably find that pretty hard to believe but uh you just kind of stick with him if hey i'm gonna be honest watching hook play sorry Ian. Uh, just, oh you're good no, my you're bad good. watching hook play 
you know, I'm surprised XCO disbanded. I feel like those guys need each other. I feel like that three was just a They were a top three team when they got rid of Hoop. Top three. Uh. Top three. I don't give a fuck what the fuck was going on. Inside the game, outside the game, but bada bing, this or that. Fucking, those guys should have fucking went to church. And, you uh. know, and, and went to therapy. And got it all and got it all settled. They should have went to therapy. They should have fucking got a sports psychologist and got it all fucking figured Here, out. It's here's, XCO. It's XCO. Here's an interesting uh, question I want to ask you. So if those guys obviously worked out their issues and they decide to keep Huke and obviously Shotzi and Ender and maybe they they were like, okay, Krim, you're 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 the issue here. We're getting rid of you. Who do you think would have fit well with that team? Like, you can basically pick anyone besides, like, Clay, obviously, because he was on that team before. Who do you think would fit like with in that the off You're saying, like, in the offseason last yeah. year? Well, yeah, yeah, like, like, yeah, exactly. So, like, if they kept the the, uh, the Zio trio and got rid of Krim, and Clay obviously went to New York, who would you have liked to see on that team? Do you think there would be <laughs> um... somebody out there that you would have liked compared with that trio? This is just an interesting question. It's a, it's a complete what if. I don't but know. I'm, I'm honestly they would have interested. to have made a trade because, like, I don't see like the the only like the the main ARs that were out there in the off season that were like available that uh, were gettable like weren't as as good as either of those two players. People were putting like Octi in the chat. He got his option picked up or resigned yeah, last I year. They would have to have, like bought him out. So it's uh, not like they were able to get there. Same with same with Zen. Zen got his option picked up regardless, too. So. Here's the thing though. Regardless of these yeah. options, I'm talking about if if basically anyone's available besides like Clay, freaking. I mean uh, Dashy. You would have yeah, liked to see Dash, that. Yeah, that, that would have been, been interesting. Dashy, okay, Dashy yeah. Illy, Hook, and Shotzi. That would have actually been interesting that, that as fuck to watch. That team did bad, then fucking forget it. You know? Oh, I got a hot take, though. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I like this. I, well, it might be a hot take. I don't know. Maybe it, uh, maybe it's a cold take. I think Dallas going in next year is actually in a really bad spot. because. So? so the only player, if I was running Dallas, that I would want to build around is, is Shotzi right mm. now. Um, no one else on the team is, is being consistent. Um, and if I'm being honest, they probably don't have high stocks besides Shotzi. Mm. Now, I don't know if this is a possibility, but with the new Halo coming out, you got to assume that Shotzi's boys are, you know, begging him to come back to Halo, you know? Mm. And, and we don't know if Halo is going to franchise what their prize pool is looking like. Um, if Shotzi likes Halo more than COD, you know what I'm saying? Like the community. If Shotzi does decide that he wants to compete in Halo again, Dallas doesn't have anyone to build around. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I don't to think build around Krim mm -hmm. again. Like but that, and I don't think they're going to be a destination. Uh, no, no. Like, uh, because there's been some stuff that's come out with Stro. You know, with I know you saw what, what Cap said about him earlier in the year. The Huke video. I just don't know if people are necessarily gonna want to play mm, for that team. No, wait, wait, that's wait. Hold on, real quick. I wanna. I I get it. This could all be bullshit with the Halo thing, but I still think Reese. Reese is. A, you guys forget Reese is on that team, and we were just talking about how like LAG should have built around Reese. Yeah, right? but I feel like Reese, I, I, don't, I don't, don't know. Think I don't Reese know. Reese is really no, no, good. No, no, no. He Reese has a lot no, no, of Vivian, no, Reese, had, Reese is gonna have a lot of leverage though, because I I assume right. Like I don't know how trades work. I don't think he signs a new contract. He's on the second year of his deal he signed last year, right? Yeah, yeah. Vivid is so good, he's a but free I don't agent know. in the offseason. He's not Shotzi though. He's but, not. Know, he's, he's not a he's superstar gonna, he's player have, that you yeah, build yeah, around. He's gonna have other. And I get he that. has that potential though. He's gonna have other offers. Go ahead. Go ahead. The problem is that he's an unrestricted free agent. Every team in the league can offer him a contract. So. 
they're Dallas is going to be in with other teams and trying to convince Reese to stay. So I don't think that one's a guarantee. Yeah, and plus, I mean, Vivid, he's a good player, but I also feel like he's not really meshing with these guys. I don't know. Not, not yet. You see spurts of it. You see spurts of it. I'm excited to see what they do on land, but it's just not. Sometimes, you know, you, ha you can have good players, but it's not working. You know, like it, it has nothing to do with him as a talent. Like Reese on LAG was a fucking different breed. I mean, this guy was all over yeah. the place. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes he he might need to play with other people. Same with Shotzi. Like, I, I don't know. And I also, a lot of people are saying, somebody said this Halo take is cringe. That's never going to happen. This and that. I disagree. I could definitely see uh, yeah. Shotzi. I, bro, I, mean, you guys, I don't think you guys realize how, how much Shotzi likes Halo. He loves Halo. He loves it a lot. And on top of that, you don't know what some of these Halo teams are going to fucking offer this kid. Because he is a superstar talent. So, for all you know, this kid might be getting a bag in Halo. So, at the end of the day... Hey. If Halo franchises and they and they say, "Hey, we're gonna give this one shot. We're gonna throw the fucking bag and see if we can bring it back from the dead," I, yeah, I definitely wouldn't be surprised. You never know. You never fucking know. Listen, at the end of the day, you know, Shotzi's gonna do whatever the fuck he wants. That kid doesn't care. He's gonna go have some fun and uh, and and do his thing. He's he already fucking made a statement in COD as well. You know, but but I think Shotzi wants to do more in COD. I don't think Shotzi's going to get paid as much in Halo as he would in COD. So yeah. I think it's a little bit of a stretch. Like, I don't think it's going to happen. But I wouldn't, take. I wouldn't throw it out the door. You know, I wouldn't throw it out the door. Zuma's a penis sucker? Okay. Fro That's Frosty's not, nice. not Shotzi. Frosty's not Shotzi. But uh, he did this. He did something similar. He went back to Halo. Uh, yeah, he I went back to Halo. Ralph, he didn't get an offer. Yeah, I don't either. But He's just, he was really good. Me. I liked, I loved playing with that guy. In yeah, he, was a, he was a good player. He was a good fucking player. I don't know. That was definitely weird. But I think we can end the show there. Um, unless there's anything you guys want to talk about here in the call, but I think we are, we asked, uh, we got a few questions, but Ben, I think you know what time it is. You better get fucking ready. Cause I want you to sink a putt. It's Sunday, right? Yeah, give We're me going a into the major weekend. I need you to turn up here, Ben. And I'm Yo, serious. Let me grab my putter real quick. Look at we your need, putter, the, we man. need the bounce back because apparently you had a really shit day in golf. So we need a hit. We, we need a regain right He's now. He's got the no socks on with the slippers and the shorts. And fat cock. You know what I'm saying? Yo, yo, chill, chill. <laughs> Fucking bed coming in hot. He's got to go grab his putter. I don't know where the fuck this guy went. Here he comes. Look at the walk-in. Look at the walk-in, ladies and gentlemen. Ben Janaseem. He's going to step up to the green. He's going to place the ball down. He's going to get into his stance. Oh, no. He's going to place it down even more. He's going to get into his stance. He's going to line it up. Strictly focus. Look at that tan. Look at those tan lines on his arms. Socks, no slippers, lines up, steps on the green. He's gonna strike. Someone. Does he sink? He sinks the putt, ladies and gentlemen. And Benjamin Seam sinks the putt here on Championship Sunday. Let's make some noise. Let's get a wet in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. Ben, I love it, there Ben. We go. I love it. I absolutely love it. I think, I, I, think I made a putt. I made the putt uh, in every episode this week. Yeah, you did. Hey, Ben did not fucking miss today. And he penetrated. Yeah. This fucking guy's was, on a whole nother level. I was guys. terrible in the course today, but apparently I'm good on the putting match. So hey, what did you shoot, was. Ben? Uh, I did not keep score in the back match. Ah, so bad. Shit, it was that bro. bad? Hey, yo, it was that hey, yo, Ian, this we guy were, was in we the were, hundreds, we were playing bro. Like a, we were playing like a 2v2, and I, I, don't know, I was just kind of going through it. And I was just like, eh. <laughs> we'll chalk we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll this yo, one up for the week. You know why I'm laughing? Because you know Ben be losing full. You know he. Wait, I would love to be. Fool. I would love to be out there on the green with Ben if on a bad day. Oh, a hundred percent, hundred. That shit's probably comedy. Hey, look who it is. We got Draza in the chat. What a three monther. Appreciate you, Draza. Ben, you be talking shit to yourself. Like one of those got like talking out loud. You know. Oh, like, I'm, like, I'm, 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 I was good. Like, like it was just. It was just. Uh, I just got frustrated in the back. No, 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 no. Ben doesn't yeah. talk shit to himself. He rages. He throws shit. He kicks things, bro. I used to beat him in FIFA. This guy <laughs> ran into the fucking. <laughs> 
he ran into the kitchen. There was a like a pack of like a 12 pack of water bottles, and he straight like kicked the fucking pack of water bottles as hard as he could, and he hurt himself. He hurt his foot. He said, oh. He said, oh. I said, Ben. I said, calm down. I said, why are you kicking the fucking water bottles? Sit down and relax. I have videos of Ben raging, bro, but I don't know if those gonna hit the t the timeline. I've never, I never put them on the timeline. Never, never have. Uh, but good times, Ben. Me and you playing some FIFA. We might need yeah, to run it time. back. Yeah, yeah. You, gotta, you gotta run it back. We've been playing clubs every night. Oh, uh, really? So, okay. Yeah. Thanks for the invite, asshole. And you gotta start streaming. You, hey, hey. Well, you don't got you don't got a PS5, so. Listen, I'll go get one. Yo, listen, Ian, fucking yeah. Soap's been streaming 500 subs, Soap has. And, and look Guys at Ben. Guys on a grizzly, bro. Look, look at Ben. Yeah, look, but I got a full-time full job. Listen, I'm going to start streaming soon. He got True. a full-time uh, job. Fuck you. Yeah. What do you do? Full, he does have a full-time job. He does. We'll give it yeah. to him. You know? Guys on the golf course every fucking day. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, that's cap, but it's all good. He does have a full-time job, so we'll give it to him, but, you know... Thank you guys for uh, for tuning into the show today. Shout out to Enable and Parasite for coming on um, and being guests today. It's always a fucking pleasure to talk to you handsome motherfuckers. Always, Tomas. Um, Pleasure's mine. Yeah, it's it's great to hear you guys' input. So make sure to go follow them and check out their streams and, you know, check them out and go show them some love for, for coming on today, guys. Uh, make sure to go show Ben some love as well at Ben Janerseem. Pretty sure this guy's been gaining subs up or followers up the ass, so keep up the support, man. Ben loves it. Um, He's got a little bit of a hot head now. He's got an ego, but, you know, we fucking like that. So shout out to Ben and uh, shout out to you guys in the chat, man. Showing love. We had a, a lot of crazy days and matches. Um, I think for the next few days, we're going to keep it very late. I don't know if we'll have any shows, but we kick off on Thursday, right? The matches start Thursday. Yeah, I think we'll do a show on like Tuesday or Wednesday. Do like a major preview show. Yeah, yeah. Listen, Tom, are you I'm, going I'm to the done. event? Uh, I'll be not every day. I don't think I'm going to go there every day, um, but I'll, I'll probably show up. I'll show up probably probably Saturday or Sunday, you know, on one of the bigger days. Mm -hmm. I also need to come back. It's a 20 minute drive for me. I need to come back because I got to film the show. So um we'll figure it out i don't want to miss any shows guys we have not missed a flank yet guys we have not missed one since I, since i stepped back from competing we have not missed a show um which is like i want to keep that you know i want to do that for the whole Wait, year hold on. we did we did miss one this week what are you talking about no but that was because you know shit happened we that was you know <laughs> for, for, you know the, hey, shut the fuck up bro let him rock yeah, yeah guys you know that that was different that was it guys that doesn't count you know that one doesn't count that one we had to take a fucking breather <laughs> you know but for the most part, you know, the, the bigger days, we, we haven't missed a show. We haven't missed a show. So, you know, we want to keep that going and, and keep it moving. What do you mean, Cap? All right, fuck you guys. Okay, we missed a fucking... We missed one. I don't want to miss two. All right? <laughs> I don't want to miss two fucking shows, assholes. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we'll keep it pumping. I appreciate you guys. Make sure to go follow The Flank on Twitter, guys. We're close to 10,000 followers. I don't know how we haven't hit it yet. Go follow The Flank at on Twitter, at The Flank. Uh, make sure to go subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Zuma. Go show some love. I'd be uploading all the flanks on there. Make sure to go to anchor.fm slash The Flank to go check out all the audio sites we're on. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And as always, guys, it's your fucking guy. I appreciate you guys. All right, we'll see you guys in another episode of The Flank uh, sometime this week, probably before the event. Um, and I appreciate you guys tuning in, okay? Uh, I, I love y'all. Zuma, if you're for life, hasta la vista. Have a good day.